Welcome to the Paper Dungeon Podcast. In today's episode, following the battle with Renaya's family, the party takes measures to properly respect those who fell during the battle. After this, Cather takes the party to a private place to recover. There, Cather is finally able to retake his oath before the party ventures to a meeting with the Lord of the Ninth Lair of Hell, Asmodeus. Will the party gain the information they seek from the Silver Tongue Devil? Find out in this episode of The Paper Dungeon. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Paper Dungeon. I don't know what happened last week. All things are right in the world now. I'm back in my proper spot. I haven't been replaced, so life is clearly much better than it was. But like I said, we are very, very excited to be playing tonight. Um, but before we get started playing, we do have a few quick announcements to get through. Um, Grant just put on his glasses, and I think he looks extra cute, so he's going to go first. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Hey. How you doing today, chat? It's good to see you. If you're listening on podcasts, unfortunately, you aren't in the chat, but that's okay. If you're watching on YouTube, <laughs> you're kind of in the chat through the comments. But man, we just love to see you live so we can talk to you while we're live. Show up on a Monday. But other than that, I'm very happy you're listening and watching. Genuinely, it warms my heart. Every morning I wake up and think, man, I love the podcast listeners and the YouTube viewers. So thanks a lot. If you have Amazon Prime, you can subscribe for free via Twitch. It's free, it supports us, and you get some cool emotes and things. So give that a check out. Thanks a lot. Sweet. Thank you very much, Grant. Uh, Aaron has our next announcement. What's up, everybody? I got a couple of things to tell you. First off, we have a Discord. It's pretty rad over there. People say good morning, post recipes that you can use, just do a bunch of cool stuff. A couple of people even started like games through there and everything. It's a really awesome place. Um, next up, we have a website, www.thepaperdudget.com. In that website, we have a merch store. You can buy cool mar merch, cool merch, uh, with our logo and other fun stuff on that. Speaking of merch stores, Lydia also has a store, LydiaCorin.com, where she sells her art on all sorts of things like shirts and pillows and other things. Um, you can also commission Lydia um, and get cool art that's like relates to stuff that you like. And she's very good at her job. All of our overlays, all of our character art, all of our emotes, everything's done by Lydia. So go send her money because Lydia needs to pay rent. Important. Sweet. Thank you very much, Aaron. And speaking of the fabulous Miss Lydia Corn, she has our last announcements. Hey, guys. Do you even lift, bro? Well, you know what you should lift? You should lift your hand over to your phone to go follow us on our other socials like Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. Don't go to Facebook. And that's, yeah, we're on other places. So see you at the gym. New inductee to the nice Church job. of Iron. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, with all of that being said, then. Hold, hold, on, um, hold on. DM. DM. Wait, DM. I can't help uh, yeah, but notice yeah. one thing that we forgot to say. What did we forget? I'm so sorry. Hey, guys. Thank you for supporting us on Patreon. If you support us on Patreon. Yeah, uh, I just kind of assumed that Grant did it. We and I didn't uh, listen to him. We have we have um, new things coming out here this next month in a couple weeks. Couple couple new one shots. Our our Grant is our Valentine's Day one shot up yet? Look, I'm troubleshooting a video file error on my computer, but we're gonna get okay, that thing out. I promise you. I am a soldier. But but guys, check out our Patreon. <laughs> we have we have cool one shots there. We have a little a little like uh, a mini series that has never been seen before outside of Patreon. So you can go check that out. 
Uh, and thank you for supporting us in other ways, like uh, subscriptions on Twitch or Ko-Fi, or just sharing us with your friends. It's a great time. Beautiful. Thank You're you welcome, very DM. much, Drew, for catching that. I appreciate it. Um, with all that being said, let's go ahead and get started with tonight's episode of The Paper Dungeon. Drew, roll the clip. Welcome to Nico Muris, a world of lost legend and forgotten lore. As the world, still recovering from the decimation of the trial, approaches the turn of the century, ancient evil returns with a lust for darkness and ruin. Follow us into a planar conspiracy as powers beyond your imagination plot the downfall of all that is right and good. Three years have passed since our heroes fought a war to reclaim a fallen land. Now, they must once again take up arms and write a new story, a tale of glory, fear, and fortune, as they make their way through the Paper Dungeon. All right, so in our previous episodes, our party has been uh, going through their checklist of things that they need to get done. Um, they have lots of little things that they have to do that are constantly vying for their attention. Recently, what they did was they went to, maybe, maybe can Hold we on. see it? Yeah, there it is, that's the checklist, heck yeah. Um, but recently, they had made their way to the Plain of Pandemonium. Specifically, they were looking for a lost area known as the Plains of Illaver, which they did find. And on those plains, they were looking for a relic, something to tie them to a, a figure from history known as Clovar. Uh, they were able to find this relic as it was an adamantine cast harem fruit on a chain um, sitting on a couple of swords within the Plains of Illaver. They were able to retrieve those um, and make their way back from the Plain of Pandemonium. But that wasn't necessarily a super streamlined process, as Abanthi, their main source of planar travel, had unfortunately left them thinking that he didn't know who these people were due to a, uh, a curse of madness that was placed on him from the plane, um, or specifically from a great old one. Um, and so what ended up happening was they got separated a little bit, they had to get crafty with some spells, Renai got banished, it was a whole night, it was a whole thing. But they all ended up at the home of the Mountain Goliath, uh, a smith, an old friend of Abanthi's, known as Yorwick. Uh, this was a man that had helped Abanthi raise Talanashta and was good friends with Abanthi. Um, and this was the first time that Abanthi had seen him in quite a long time. During this catch-up, uh, Abanthi revealed that Talanashta was dead. This was the first time that York had heard about this. Um, and he... Uh, took it about as well as you would expect, where there was definitely some anger and some frustration, um, even so for someone as soft-spoken as Yorick, um, and it resulted in Yorick basically ending his friendship with Aventy, um, just right in the feels, you know? But he did agree to help out the party in any way that they can, 
um, so that they can continue on with their quest. And he is being commissioned to create a new sword for Cather now that he has uh, made a decision on what he's going to be doing. After they met Yorick and they had that conversation, they uh, had to go take care of some family business. While in the in the chaos of trying to get people back to the plane, uh, the material plane, Brania ended up uh, on the material plane after being banished, specifically in a location where her old family, the family that ran the cult, um, would camp. She found a letter saying that they were looking for her, that they wanted her back, and this resulted in the rest of the party deciding that it would be best to go once for all, face Renaya's past, um, and see if they can't help these people. So you did. You went to this cult, you talked to your grandfather, you talked to your husband, uh, you very specifically avoided your parents because they kind of suck. Um, not that your grandfather or Kai don't suck, but... Anyway, unfortunately, this resulted in discovering that at least your grandfather and Kai were too far gone, too devoted to what this was, that any logical thinking that would guide them outside of the, the path that they had followed uh, was simply something that they could not accept. And it resulted in you killing your grandfather and uh, Edward killing Kai um, as a fight broke out once your grandfather was killed. And we ended the episode with you guys having cleared out the cults. Most of them had ran away, but several that had ended up fighting Abanthi had uh, eliminated. Um, and we ended with Grotz holding Renaya as she wept in his arms and the rest of the party was around her. So we're going to pick up right where we left off. You all just finished your fight. You've been gun cleaning things up. There's still the stinking cloud all around you. Um, and Renaya and Grotz are uh, off to the side just a little bit. What would you guys like to do? We'll say it's been a few minutes. You guys have had time to process, had time to kind of get things, um, get some of the emotions out. So what is it that you'd like to do? Uh, Edward will still be helping bodies out um just doing the basic respect um and i think once obviously once he's done with that he'll wait patiently for Gratz and renaya um he'll just kind of wait patiently not say anything that's what he'll do cather haven't you um cather would would yeah would keep continue to help edward trying to get you know uh the bodies uh, buried and, and, you know, properly respected. And then also be trying to keep, since Gratz is here, he's going to be trying to keep a bit of an eye, see if there isn't any, and maybe should I'll even throw it like a divine sense in there just in case. Just to try and, just to try and perceive if, if any unwanted attention is on Renaya and Gratz right now since they are together. Okay, what does your divine sense detect? Uh, well, let me... Fey Fiend and Undead, is that what that one? And Celestial. Uh, Celestial Fiend, Undead. Um, and it's and right? because they just don't yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. You currently only feel what you would naturally sense. Yeah, what I would expect. Naya, obviously, Grotz. Okay. Um, 
Apathy is currently holding Kai's soul in a cage. <laughs> well, okay. Part of his soul in a cage. No, just the whole thing. Really? For eight hours. I thought I thought that all. spell only grabbed like a portion of it. Nope. You're just gonna horcrux things? No, I I I no, not knew you. that uh no question Drew. Oh yeah, no. Renai didn't get to ask Kai a lot of questions, so I, I got the soul. So if there were any questions that needed to be asked, they could be asked, but this feels like probably not the right time to interject with that. Fair enough. Um, at this point, uh, Renaya grots, kind of um, grabs your shoulders and just gently pulls you back a little bit so he can look at you. Is there anything I can do to help? You weren't supposed to come see me. You needed me. So I'm here. But I probably should leave quickly. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to leave you in these fine gentlemen's hands. But I love you. If you need anything, let me know. And he'll give you a kiss before um, disappearing into a flaming portal. But it's like a hot flaming portal, you know? Yeah, it's just well, it's it's a portal that's exactly the shape of Grotz. So. That's right, exactly. It's got all the curves in all the right places. Um. <laughs> all it's the fine, guys. I think we could fight back all from the Anakishu. Renaya is then going to summon pockets <laughs> and just cuddle him. He knows Edward, Edward will approach, seeing that Grantz has left, and he'll just say, Renaya, I'm so sorry things had to happen this way. Part of me knew this is how it was gonna go. I think part of me knew that too. What now? We move on, I guess. If that's what we must do, we'll do it. Uh, he'll, he'll, I guess he'll also turn to Cather and say, I'm not very experienced here. Is there anything else we must do to honor these lives properly? Um, feels wrong to just leave, right? How, Especially how, if it's Renai's family. How, f how far have we made it, DM? Like, have we at least been able to collect all, like, all the bodies and at least like not like pile them up but like like line them up um yeah you've definitely been able to line them up um you could there's several things that you could do um still like they are not buried because right 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 that would um, take forever um you could try and like bless the ground or hollow the ground um okay. or uh, you know right. you do have a cleric who's pretty good at this type of stuff too um, yeah, Abby I will... might have a way of moving dirt. Chat says we can also burn things. them. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, them. I, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna get. That. So, um, Catherine will say, uh, ha and I assume, I assume at this point, like, like we've shut all their eyes, like, and kind of made sure anything it, like that looks personal is with them. And then I don't have a way to, I don't have like the hollow spell or whatever. I think uh, so, I do. Yeah, I do. Um, 
I will ask Renaya. Oh, I don't have my spell slots for that. Um, Renaya, <laughs> does does your family have any traditions when it comes to honoring those who have fallen? I mean, obviously, it's kind of weird because it's a death cult, but. Um, probably not anything we'd want to do. Right. Otherwise, I was just thinking we would just burn the bodies. I could bury them if you wish. Or I've been thinking bury them. I like that idea. Give me a moment. Um, Renaya is going to walk like the rows of people and just kind of acknowledge each one for who they were, at least the ones she knows. Mm-hmm. Um, and she will take she will take a moment with like each person she knows and do like basically a small prayer mm-hmm. to Malice. Um, that even though they were misguided, um, wanting them to still be free. Um, and she's just going to do that with each, with each one. She's going to do every single person. It's just the ones that she does know. She tries to yeah put in personal details about that person she knows definitely definitely um thank you thank you lydia for reminding me Catherine will do something very similar just for the group as a whole um just that um their life their next life might be uh merciful since not it wasn't entirely their fault that they were misguided and born into a life like this um I also do want to take note of the faces I don't see. So right. people who got away. Lydia, go ahead and just roll odd even for me. Okay. The mysterious odd or even. At, at even. a time like this. <laughs> at a time like this. Have a prediction. Is it did your parents escape? Ah, I gotta go into the box. In a minute, into the box. I got even. Among the bodies, you do see your father. Oh, that one, she stops. <laughs> oh. oh. But you do not see your mother. I, I don't see my mom. No. Mom, not a fighter. Renaya stops there. Um, she just stops. Um, if if Renaya stops and just sits there for a moment, Cather will approach and just kind of offer his his presence of comfort for whatever that helps. Um, Cather, you can see. Ooh, I, didn't ex- uh, I didn't expect to get tea. You're getting some tea. Uh, <gasps> Ver- 
Renaya has been very disheartened with each person she's gone to. Mm-hmm. Um, when she gets to this one, there's a bit of like anger. Um, frustration. It's it's a bit more intense. She's still clearly emotional and still disheartened and sad and whatever, but it's a little spicier. Oh, spicier. Cather? Yes, Renaya. This is my father. Do you wish to honor him differently than the others? Or do you wish to do something else? I don't know. I... I kind of liked how it was before. Knowing that they were still out there. There was still hope still a chance I could help. And now it's done. And I I didn't do it. It's certainly understand what you mean. It's not easy to swallow the idea that you failed as something that you wanted to do for so long. And I'm sorry, I cannot do anything to help comfort you, aside from offer, offer my presence. But if I were you, I would at least take comfort in the thought that there isn't anyone else like your father and your mother who has to go through the things that they have gone through and the things that you have gone through anymore. Other people have the chance to be free. And it is a... It is a hard burden to swallow and to bear. But I do believe that you are strong enough bear it. And I'm very, very sorry that your life has to be so cruel. Uh, Cather will offer a hug. Renaya will like 
lean into it, but she doesn't really hug back, but she does accept it. Um, after she gets the hug from Cather, she will continue on and just finish up with everybody else. After a little while, Renaya, you've said your prayer for each person. Um, thankfully, there's not a whole... Like, there's a few people that you know, but there's also several that you don't, um, which is both encouraging and discouraging at the same time. Um, but eventually, you do come to the end of your prayers. Abinthi, I believe you offered to bury them. Uh, yes, if that's what we want to do. Um, I would see... Do? Abinthi will speak up and say... Um, do you wish them buried, or is there something else that you would like for them? We got it. We, we Sorry, what was that? Sorry. Cather, <laughs> uh, I want you to decide what happens. Okay. Um. Avanthi, if you could follow me, please. Very well. Um, Cather will go outside of, of where all the tents are and find a pasture, have a, a more open spot that mm -hmm. seems to have enough. And um, will actually begin, he will pull out a shovel and he will ask Avanthi if, uh, if you could, please. Do you want to do this by hand, or is, is magic illegal? No, 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 no. Go ahead and, and start with magic. However, there leave one for me, please. Okay. Fastest way this will go. Can we move the bodies beforehand? I don't want to be disrespectful. That will suffice. Great. Um, so between Abinthi and Cather, uh, we move all of the bodies within a 40-foot cube. Okay. Yeah, there's, probably, help too. there's about 20 bodies, so... Yeah, easy. And, um, and to clarify, DM, Cather would, is going to carry and bury Renai's father by hand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Abinthi will cast Transmute Rock to turn the ground to mud, and they will sink 10 feet down into the mud, and then he will cast a spell magic to return it to being normal earth. Perfect. Beautiful. While Renaya, can Renaya follow up and do hollow on? Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Sorry. You bury all of them. Um, Cather with the hand dug grave, Abinthi with the magically assisted graves for the 19 or others or so other souls. Before Renaya, you go and you hollow the ground, making it basically a, a cemetery at this point. Um, Edward, while yes. this is going on, while the other three are working on the bodies, you, just in your curious nature, you do happen to notice that there is still um, Renaya's grandfather's tent, which when you just kind of peek in, you do see that there are lots of tomes, texts, and religious artifacts specific to this cult as well that should mm. probably be dealt with. Hmm. Okay. 
Hmm, okay. Whether you guys want to keep them, take them, burn them, yeah, whatever. Ed yeah, Edward will will go to Anaya and say, I don't think from what I've seen that you'd like any remnants of the practices of the cult around, would you? You wouldn't want to keep anything for sentimental reasons? I'm I'm talking about in your grandfather's tent I noticed many tomes and rituals that they practiced and well I think it might be best if we get rid of them but I wanted to ask you first of course ah! <laughs> Ooh, there we go yeah we can do that okay I don't know what's up with my mic today. Okay. Yeah, Zoom just um, doesn't like you. It really doesn't. Um, Renaya takes a moment and then says, um, I'd like to look through them. It's a good see, idea. See what's there. See if we can prevent anything more. You know First. better than any of us. I think you're the best person to do it. Okay. But I will help. Is Catherine close enough Whatever to hear this? Absolutely. Okay. Sure. After he finishes, he will join them. I don't know how long this is. Well, how, what timing of everything works, but he would sure. like to be there at some point. Evan, do you want to join them? Um, I will uh, go to Naya real quick before she gets too deep into the hollow spell, which takes twenty-four hours to cast. Oh. Um. <laughs> I yeah. I was gonna I was gonna do it the next day because I also okay. don't have the spell slots for it. Sorry, I didn't Either see way. that. Like um, since I only have eight hours on this, um, when Edward um, defeated Kai, I managed to capture his soul, um, but it will only last for eight hours. Um, do you have any questions for him? And is there anywhere that you would like him to go? I don't have any questions. And I want him to go wherever he needs to. Okay, because I can custom deliver him to a plane if you'd like. I... I don't want to do that. Very well. Apathy's over here. Boy, Fraz gets another one today. <laughs> Apathy's got um, Amazon Express shipping. Yeah, one-day shipping. Souls only. Um, and with that, with that Prime, by the way, you could get a free subscription on Twitch. Yeah, I'm just saying. Your order fifty dollars or more, you got, you, you know, you have earned the free two-day shipping. Oh my gosh! Abanthi will release Kai's soul in that case. Just you're just gonna release it? Is that what you said? Yeah. If uh, Renai doesn't want him to go anywhere and she doesn't have any questions, yeah, I'd rather not keep a tormented soul for too much longer. Fair, fair. Or you got one of those, you know? Yeah, hundred percent. Um, well, God, we got a few of those already. <laughs> <laughs> so over the rest of today, you guys are able to pour over the the artifacts, the tomes, and then the following day you'll cast the the hollow spell. While you guys look over it, uh, you notice that most of the documents are um, scattered scribbles of a old man's manic mind, basically. Uh, but there is a uh, more complete collection of rituals and 
and um, and symbolism uh, known as uh, uh, the Tome of the Free Dead. This is the the collection of the vast majority of the common practices that this cult um, actually regularly practiced. It goes into quite a bit of detail about the ninth full, about the 10 deaths that they have to do, the 10 killings that they have to do, um, what it takes to become an angel, what he as uh, the leader expected the angels to do once they were freed and actually able to go about their business, which basically consisted of like going on a rampage to uh, free as many of these cursed living people as they could. Um, and all this type of stuff. A lot of really twisted, horrific things that are being praised. Lots of very blasphemous things is basically what this tome is full of. Renai is going to take it, and then she's going to go over to Edward. Edward's rummaging through things, too. <laughs> okay, I think this is the most important or the most, not sensical, but able to understand what like this is talked about. Scripture in a way. Um, I don't want anybody to have access to this. Okay. But I don't want this to be forgotten. If this well, happens to somebody else, I want them to know what's going on and how to help because I spent so long looking for this information. Hmm. Edward, can Do you... Go ahead. Could, could you, um... Could you maybe, like, rewrite it? I think I could do that. Could be I'm interesting, like anyways. More, more historical point of it, not a. This is the way to live. Point. Uh, a record. I what see. happened? The what, not the how. In a way. Mm -hmm. I think I could do that. At the very least, I think the library should hear of it. And if you think it too dangerous to exist in its whole form, I think I could at least give an honest cliff notes of the thing. I, um, I'll do it. And I'll, I'll deliver it. Thank you. He takes the scroll, puts it very carefully in his pack, kind of hides it too. <laughs> uh, and yeah, that, and then he'll put his pack back on. Now, one Is of the there anything you notice, Sorry. Edward, um, as you receive it and begin kind of packing it up? When you touch it, there are echoes of whispers and chants Ew. that kind of echo in the back of your mind. And there is a physical dimming of the light ever so slightly around the book. Like it's like it sucks the light out of the surrounding area within like probably like four or five inches surrounding the book. It is a evil book. Yeah, Edward. After handling it, he'll just kind of look up at Lydia and 
not Lydia, sorry. He'll look Lydia inserts Rania. herself in the world. He'll look up oh God, get me out! He'll look out about Renai and just say, "You know, I'm I'm not a very spiritual guy, but there's something wrong about that about that scroll. I can I can tell. I won't mess around with it. I promise." Is there anything else you think we might need to find? Any, any items or anything like that? Should we burn it all? Should we? What should we do? I think it needs to be destroyed. Then we'll burn it. Abandi, I I can do it if you'd like. Um, we get out of the tent because we don't want to be in there while things Good are call. burning. Good call. Fair enough. <laughs> and and Edward will Edward will fireball. He'll cast oh, fireball. Heck yes. Blow just, it up. Just at, into the mouth of the tent. Just you know. Yeah, you guys um, watch as, as gentle as fireball can be. It's like one stick of TNT instead of like ten. You know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, you guys watch as he releases this small ball of fire that eventually grows to uh, this large size, entering into the mouth of the tent, and the whole tent explodes and shatters, um, uh, engulfed in these flames, and you watch as most of the papers burn um, and turn to ash. Many of the, the carpets and the, uh, the entire tent is destroyed, um, and several of the pieces land on some of the other tents, lighting them on fire, um, creating kind mm. of this whole effect where eventually very few remains of any of the tents, any of the uh, of the rituals, any of the the uh, artifacts or the um, altars, anything like that, all is destroyed. The deed you is done. Spend most of the day um, picking through and finishing off anything else that needs to be done. You spend the next day um, patiently waiting as Renaya spends all day casting the Hallow spell. While she Ed, is casting that, sorry. do you three want to talk about anything? Oh yeah, I was just gonna say that Edward will take time not transferring the knowledge from the tome. He'll do that another time, but he'll take time writing again in his book, writing about what has happened um, in a more narrative sense, and maybe also doing some sketches of of the camp and whatnot and Renaya casting the spell and everything like that. He'll spend plenty of time doing that. He'll also play and sing some songs that are meant to, that he knows of, that people kind of just play during, after people have passed away. Wait. You know, he doesn't know many ritualistic songs, but he will play just kind of typical, like, morning songs, whether or not they have words or not, so... That'll pretty much what Edward will do. Otherwise, he'll be respectfully pretty quiet throughout the day, I think. Okay. Um, Abinthi. Yes. As you go through the day, um, is there anything specific that you'd like to do? Uh, I have I have one thing. Um, I would like to end up... Uh, I, I, I'll need, I'd need to plane shift and then plane shift back to Gambit's Keep and then plane shift and then plane shift back to here, um, which I can do. Um, you know, you could just ask Cather. I, but what if you need the teleport? 
<laughs> I have three. But what if you need all three? Um, it's not that big of a deal. Okay. Uh, it's I suppose you can plane shift an infinite number of times. That is true. Yeah. So, uh, and then I will uh, head into my workshop in Gambit's Keep, um, and I will I will cast the clone spell to get that all started. Oh, perfect. Um, and then I will return to the base. Other than that, um, there is a song that uh, he teaches Edward the lyrics to, but Edward's not here, so. It's not, and it's not that important. When you get back to the workshop, uh, you begin casting the clone spell. Um, you work a little bit on your mana pools, and you notice that on your workbench is a uh, a scarlet letter, uh, perfumed as it normally is. Do you read the letter? I mean, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. It's very simple. To the love of all of my lives. My father has agreed to see you. Meet me as soon as you can. Great. I'm going to teleport back to the camp uh, by using plane shift. Mm -hmm. Because, um, (laughs) Every day I regret not taking teleport. And I'm not going to do it. You can't make me. One of these days, I'm going to get tired of it, and you're just going to happen to find a teleport spell scroll. Let me in, coach. Um, yeah, I will I, w- I will teleport back to the camp. Okay, perfect. Uh, Cather, is there anything you'd like to do throughout the 24 hours? Um, I mean, I mean, he'll spend some time, you know, training, meditating, um, spend, you know, just spend some time just near Renaya and Edward just to again offer you know his his presence to help comfort any possible anxieties that are lingering between the two of them um and to clarify DM uh it's so at the end of this day will be three days since uh my I started my commission right for my sword with you Ulrich yes yes okay I'm trying to keep track of that that way you don't have to Excellent. I appreciate you as a player. So I, since I'm starting, I want to make sure that I'm, I'm getting it all correctly. Perfect. Um, but yeah, yeah. Otherwise, okay. just... you guys go about your day. Eventually, Renaya finishes the hollow spell. Woo! And you guys are able to return to Gambit's Keep or wherever it is you'd like to go. Uh, but you need to decide what your next step is. That is true. Uh, right. I assume we're all here at this point. By by the time Renai finishes, we're all together. Do you stay at the camp, or are you guys going back to Gambit's Keep? I guess does mm. does 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 Abnathy ever return to the camp? Yes. Yeah, I do. I, okay. I plane shift back. Um. Well, I assume once Renai is done, and we're well, we're still at the camp. Um. Do we want to maybe? Go back to Gamma's Keep. Uh, is there something that we need to maybe all do there, or? I have a meeting that I must attend. Um, my informant okay. to find Tunnel Master's soul. Um, okay. It is with a rather unsavory fellow, and I do not think they will respond well to holy magic. Right. So as I assume that means only you got the invite. 
Well, I, I mean, yes, I was the only one uh, who who requested it. I don't, I don't think that they know about uh, anyone else. I don't think that they would complain, but they may lash out poorly. If you would like to take that chance, you are welcome to do so. This is for everyone. Yeah, Catherine will kind of look at <laughs> Edward and Renaya. Well, no. I mean, well, okay, like, if if I'm being honest, I'm fine with going personally speaking. However, I do somewhat worry about the danger that I will in cause the rest of you because I'm sure whoever, I assume it's a, it's a, it's a devil, Abanthi? Or is it like a demon or? Yes, it is right. a devil. Okay. Ooh, okay, yeah, that's a little awkward for both they'll, of us. Then, they'll yeah. probably yes. not like me, mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. Probably, probably won't like me either. Probably won't magic, like Renaya. Demon magic and I might be magic. chill. <laughs> but, I didn't want um, to just ask Edward, because especially no. because I know, Edward, you probably... I would Look, I would love some company. Look, um, you... Abathy. You can do whatever you need to do regarding... Did you... You mentioned Talanashka, right? You like told us that's why Talanashka? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You can do whatever you need to do regarding Talanashka, and if you'd like company, then I'm happy to give it. But if it's not necessary, I'm happy with staying out of it. I think it might be good if we all have a day after what happened. Anyways. If I if I might offer something, Apathy, do you have to be at the keep in order to, in order to do this? Oh, no, it's going to take place on a different plane of existence. Right. Um, if it's all right with all of you, I actually have some place I would like to take you guys. Really? Like... A good place this time? Yes, a, a good place, an, a pleasant place. And and certainly somewhere that we can all maybe take a little bit of time to relax. Um, he looks at Renai and says, I think that might be nice. Yeah. Let's do right. it. And then, after Aventy, perhaps you can join us initially, and then when you leave, you know where to join us again. Very well. He will uh, extend his hands outward towards Renaya and Edward, and I, I, I would gesture for Edward and Renaya to take Abanthi as well. Abanthi's hands. Yeah, I join uh, And Cather will teleport to his island. Whoa. Whoa! Yeah, you guys go through that. Once again, the familiar <laughs> sensation <laughs> of, uh, of teleportation and arrive on a small uh, wooded island, almost, I don't know how else to describe it. If you've seen Star Wars, it's like Dagobah, but not swampy. Okay. Where it's that forested, there's the moss and everything all around, and there's constantly fog and critters. It's the island up. from Lost. Sure, yeah, okay, that works too. I've never but seen Way Lost. less confusing. I've never seen Lost, so I don't know. Um, but on the island where you teleport, you look behind you and you can see a small beach with just a very, very quaint dock and a little, little dinghy. Yeah, a little fishing boat. <laughs> and then in front of you, you can see um, a small cabin uh, built uh, in the woods. 
Um, wow, this is a dream. Oh my god. It's goodness. so nice. Uh, so this is a place that I found uh, while we were doing our own thing these past few years. Um, as you can see, I have a little a dock that I built. Uh, I found this place on a fishing trip, actually. It uh, used to be... Well, I shouldn't say used to be. It, it once held a battle uh, many hundreds of years ago between a clan of drow and uh, moon elves. Uh, they both had shipwrecked and made their way to this island before fighting each other some more. And, um, well, that is the only history of this island. But I found this place and had an odd sense of comfort. So I, I built this cabin here. And uh, you also see, like, there's a small, a, a very small kind of shed uh, with what you presume to be some basic tools kind of a, a, even like a small garden kind of in the back um, and a pathway that leads deeper into uh, the small forest that's on the island. Um, he will approach the door and uh, open it and inside uh, it's, it's not a very big cabin. It's actually only two rooms, a, a, a bedroom and kind of a living space. Um, but inside you see a uh, a decent-sized fireplace with wood already ready to go, um, hand-built uh, table with uh, just a few humble kind of, you know, small decorative pieces on it. Um, there is a uh, image of uh, Athala hanging on one of the walls and then also a painting uh, hanging above the fireplace of Rivaluna. Um, and then also a not quite fully accurate, but close enough depiction actually of the full party um, all together. Kind of looks um, like a kid druid. Yeah, kind of looks like a kid druid. Um, but you see uh, a couple chairs, even uh, what the you know a, a more softer sofa thing. I don't know so when sofas were invented, but I'm, there's a sofa. Yeah, not absolutely. not a fancy sofa, but the uh, couch. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So this is uh, my little home. Uh, obviously, it's been a while since I've been here. Since it's been probably about eight to nine months now already. Uh, and you're yeah. telling me you built this all on your own? Well, I had a little bit of help from my brothers. Oh. Um. Well, but it's, it's yes. very impressive. It's quaint and it's nice. It's very homey. Yes. Calm. Well, it smells good too. It's yes. It's like the... cedar and birch. <laughs> Whiskey, leather, and of pine, but... and the smell of the sea. Uh, it smells like a man. <laughs> No, nobody will bother us here. It's a, a nice place that we can all relax, maybe even just for a little bit before before our next venture. Um, Abanthi, if you uh, must go right now, that is fine. But if it's all right with you to stay just for a little bit longer, there's one thing I would like you all to be present for. I can stay. I have... 
Well, frankly, they don't know whether or not the letter's, the letter's been delivered, so... I kind of have an endless amount of time. Um, Cather will put most of his stuff down um, and kind of uh, show the others different spots that they can, you know, kind of hang their their coats and uh, uh, set down some of their bags and just kind of get some some relief from from the the heaviness of it all uh, before he uh, leaves and begins to make his way down a pathway into the forest. Do the rest of them follow? Should we? Is that encouraged? Is that what you want, Drew? Uh, what? He, yes, he would indicate for okay. them to follow. I'm like, it could <laughs> be that you're just going murdered. to get some firewood. <laughs> <laughs> follow me down this creepy path on a soul no island. No one the body. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you Edward follows the, the heck out of Cather. Right? Absolutely. Just yeah, just like you, you guys lose Cather in the woods, and like guys, where did Cather go? And it's like, this really know, like, is like lost. Then we all have a rope. We come back to the to. cabin. He's standing in the corner <laughs> yeah. with the cloak. Cather Ebenthor. Uh, but yeah, so going through the the forest, it the pathway itself isn't too long. Uh, at the end of it, uh, you could still just off kind of uh, you know just barely see through the to some of the trees the light of the cabin. Um, but you Edward see... will be playing his flute too. Very woodland-esque music to lighten oh. the mood. Oh, okay. Alright. Uh, but there at the end of the path, actually on a, a small cliffside, uh, basically the highest point that there is on this island that kind of overlooks the ocean, um, you see a hand-built uh, what looks like some sort of small altar. Um, and carved into it are three different symbols that you would each recognize as the different symbols for uh, Adaria, Azulak, and Oracle. Um Alright. Um, he tur- then turns to face everyone else. Uh, we'll see what happens, I guess. I Unless they turn me down. I'm hoping that I can take my oath at this point, but I want all of you here to witness, unless you, I suppose, have any objections. I will not force any of you to be here, but I would greatly appreciate you guys to be here. Oh, Cather, I'm, I'm honored. I'm honored, and quite frankly, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you. I mean, when I first saw you again, you talked as if this would never happen. Yet here you are. I was worried, for sure. It's never something that I've heard of happening before. And I'm humbled and honored that I have the opportunity to make amends with you guys and with the gods. If they turn you down, I'll put them on the list of things to beat up. Oh. <laughs> just the, the, the two sides of the coin just eh, if they turn you down we'll kill them and oh no you got it oh I believe you got it I'm just saying <laughs> they make mistakes Cather will laugh at the two of them making those polar opposite comments I feel like Edward's just in the middle of them <laughs> just smiling the spectrum Yeah. thank you holding a thumbs up I I cannot fully put into words how much I appreciate your guys' support. 
even though I haven't been the best at showing it at all times. Um, well, I don't know where we would be without you either. Probably dead. Honestly, you're right. Probably long ago. Well, yeah. Father would have been toast. Yeah. Well, let's pass that anyway. Late's gambit isn't complete without your traps. <laughs> that means if we kill Captain, we just save his traps and kind of carry them around with us. Ooh, uh, like the freaking. If his, if his I traps like the survive, way you're Catherine thinking, DJ. Around yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, like, it's, like it's the Ark like, of the Covenant. We just well, carry it's, his it's traps like, around. Exactly. Cather's <laughs> uh, actually just a pair of sentient traps. The rest of him is not. Actually, That's a so gross. Send the traps out before you, before you enter into battle to like honor yourselves. Watch out, it's a trap. <laughs> Just one. Where's the other one? Oh God. Uh after after saying that, Cather will turn back around and face the altar before kneeling down. Um He doesn't have his stuff. He doesn't have the mask, the sword. Does he have his holy symbol? Did they take that away too? You have your holy symbol. Oh, okay, he does. Okay. Uh, he will take off the holy symbol and place it on the altar um, and kneel down and pray. Just kind of talk, talking to himself. Never actually thought I'd get this far. <laughs> um. My friends and I have completed the task that you asked of me. Please hear my call. And I provide me with my answer. I'll just kind of sit and wait for a few minutes, wait for some sort of response. You feel, you all feel a warm breeze begin to blow through the woods before just a, an ever so decent gust kind of pushes you forward, Cather, almost egging you on. Not in like a like a bad way, but like encouraging you to continue. Okay. Um all right guys. Uh you're doing it. What I'm gonna look up you're doing in it. my notes. Um I know I've come up short in the past. And I know that you trusted me to fulfill a duty and I walked away from it out of fear and shame. And I'm honored and humbled by your willingness to help me make amends and aid me in my task of protecting this world. And I swear to fulfill my duty to fate, to be the shield 
that protects the innocent and to be the gavel's judgment to those who corrupt death's call. I will protect the true beauty and meaning behind death. I will be patient and enact judgment in due time and I will not let the change the chains and setbacks of this world hold me down. I recognize that I have been given the authority of death and destiny, but I will remain a servant to my cause and to the people that I love. I humbly offer myself to fate. You finish speaking, and for a moment, it's completely quiet. The rest of you sit and watch as Cather arm Cather's armor begins to glow. <gasps> Shut up. <laughs> it glows this bright white, um, almost to the point where it's blinding, to the point where you can't see him anymore. Ooh. And a moment later, it begins to dissipate. Eventually, the glow fades, and you are left with the same Cather standing before you, but now his armor is slightly different. It has an ever-so-slight radiance to it, and very um, elegantly embossed and etched into the front of the, bless the breastplate, you see um, coming off the sternum and up across the clavicles and the shoulders are the horns of a stag. Oh, that's sick. Oh. Holy symbol hanging down. That's rad. There is no mask. There is no blade. But you no longer need those. Nice. Nice. Uh, Cather will stand up um, and give just a kind of a, a slight bow to just the air over the sea before um, turning back around and looking at his friends um, before walking over to them and just pulling them all to a real big hug. <laughs> the traps, Cather, the traps. <laughs> um, before, and then he'll, he'll let them go. All right, well, I've been thief. I suppose you probably must go. That way you can make your meeting in time. I could use, um, uh, I'm fine with a bit of um, time left. Actually, um, I was wondering, you mentioned that there was a battle between drow and elves here. I would love, is there any remnants of it or was it? Is it just historical? Um, 
I'll sh- here, follow me. By all means. Um, walking back through the pathway in the woods, uh, some with Cather's guidance, he'll actually he will point out a couple different spots that have the remains of uh, rusted armor, uh, bones, weapons, even like small you know crates of supplies, and actually wrapping around past back where the cabin is further along towards around on the beach side there's actually uh, not very much but uh, very much warped and ruined uh, pieces of uh, uh, or at least ha- like half of a, of a ship just kind of uh, run into the, the beach side fantastic um, are Cather and Apathy alone I don't know did you, uh, did, if we, was Renaya and, uh, and... Did you and, want us to come with, or no? I don't know. I, ju- I didn't know if, if we, I needed to say anything or if you guys just went back to the cabin. If we passed by the cabin, Edward would have split off. If not, Edward would have probably stuck around. You guys definitely I mean, passed by the cabin. Yeah. Okay, cool. Then I suppose, yeah, Edward would have probably stuck at the cabin then. I don't think he's that interested in a, in a war site anyways. He's seen enough... Difficult um, things to like recently. Yeah. Oh, is that right now? Oh, I just said fair enough for Edward. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lydia, are you going to join them or hang back? Do you want me to be there or do you not want me to be there? Um, Abanthi would, he uh, he wouldn't say anything. I would say I would like it to be an Abanthi calf if thing. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. That's Hold on. Get, get, get Renaya goes with Edward. <laughs> Perfect. Excellent. <laughs> Abanthi is very clearly trying to make it be as boring as possible for the other two. <laughs> it's like, oh, is this a is this a pre Clydonian war era? Oh, fantastic. It's, oh, Edward's like, oh my goodness. <laughs> Just not not even deal. You guys find yourselves um, staring up at the shipwreck. Uh, Cather's explaining it for the most part. Yeah, I actually not- am interested. Oh, okay. but uh, <laughs> uh, <coughs> once the reach a, reaches a pause in the conversation, uh, Abenti will check over each sold, uh, shoulder and just say, "I hate to cut you off. Um, so it worked back there, right?" Uh, Cather like looks down at his breastplate, the glowing armor. Yeah, I think it worked. Good. Um, I'm in need of a judge. Okay. I have been... I am looking for someone who will respond in a way that I can understand. Okay. Um, and I'm... I, so I, I need you to look at this not as my friend, but as an impartial person who frankly doesn't even know me okay i have had the chance to talk about this with the other two and when renai was kind enough to give me a chance i was too blinded by grief to take advantage of it and i when i was talking with edward i realized that I was too selfish to tell him because I did not want to hurt him. Okay. I have been lying 
Okay. This whole time about many things. First, it is not by chance or out of the goodness of my heart that I found Fate's Gambit. I came here knowing exactly who you were and honestly, I was hoping that you were all terrible people. Horrible, horrible people. And the worst case scenarios happen, all of you are heroes. Good people. I was hoping that you were bad because Track had died, and I was hoping that you had betrayed and killed him, which would make it my job a lot easier because I could just kill you all and leave. I don't even actually know if I'm a tailor. Come to think of it, that's another lie. I don't, I don't know if that's the case. So even my introduction to you of, of Abinthe Tripwitz, the traveling tailor, it's, it's a lie. It's all a lie. Um, I am at fault for all of the pain and suffering that all three of you have had to deal with for the past three years. I killed Tarak. And why do you say that? Do you remember when I told you that I had a friend, um, the last friend that I ever had, and uh, the one that the, the one that also studied with the orcs? Yes, the one that you remind me so much of. The only holy person I could stand. Frankly, hated him. Best friend I've ever had. Um. His name was Orvin Ironhilt. And four years ago, he sent me a message. It was the last I had heard of him. Um, in the 25 words that he was given, he said that he had a student named Tarak that I needed to find and help. And that was the only information that I had. I, at first I thought it was a prank, but upon consideration, um, I thought I should give it a shot because in case he wasn't lying, then that meant he was in trouble. And unfortunately I have, because of my eyes, I ha have difficulty using divination magic. I see too much. I tried it when I was younger and I went blind for four days. So I wandered across continents, trying to track down whoever this track is. No physical description, just a name. And thankfully it wasn't a common one. Um, by the time I heard any reference, I had tracked Fate's Gambit across this continent maybe three, four times. I traveled across the sea. I thought for sure I was going to catch up to you. And then I got detained by pirates for seven days. I hated that pirate place. Sometimes I would get close, then it's like you just vanished into thin air. 
And then suddenly you were two countries away. And by the time I finally caught up, he was dead. So it was my failure that killed him. If I was faster, if I had started earlier, if I had tried harder, he would be alive. Renaya never would have been captured. You would have never broken your oath and Edward wouldn't spend every single waking day in mourning. Frankly, I'd really appreciate if you got really angry and like punched me. I would understand that. And as an impartial judge, you want me to pass judgment on you? I'd be fine if you tried to kill me. I can't let you kill me because there are still people that I need to help. Well, Avanthi, um... Always try. As of right now, I don't think I could kill you if I tried. But that being said... You underestimate yourself. I only have, like, I don't even have a hundred out of imaginary scale of health. Abanthi, I spent the past three years blaming myself for Tarak's death. And I will continue to analyze and inspect the choices that I made that led to his demise. Because I know that there are different things I could have done that could have possibly led to a different outcome. But my choice to break my oath was my own. The pain and suffering that Renaya and Edward feel and felt over these past three years, those are from circumstances that they could not control outside of what Tarak could control. Track's death hurt us all deeply, but it also moved us to be in a place where we very much care about one another, more so than we possibly could have before. And I am sorry that if that you felt like a replacement to Track, I never thought of you like that. And while there are parts of you that remind me of him, you are very much your own person going on your own journey. And sure, if you caught up to us, maybe, maybe things could have been different. But you don't know that. I don't know that. You could have caught up and who knows, maybe all of us died. We can't dwell on the past that we can't change. All we can do is move forward with what we have left. Now there are some wrongs that we can right. Tallanasha is one of those. I firmly believe that we can and will succeed in bringing her back and that we should. But Tarak's death is not one of those. Tarak died believing in a cause and for his friends because he believed in us because he wanted that to be the way he went out. And 
and I cannot take away your pain. I cannot cause you to not feel the way you feel. But I can tell you this, I will never blame you for the death of Tarak and for my breaking of an oath. I sure don't want to punch me. It might make me feel better. Uh, Cather will walk over and stare him square in the eye. Gauntlet off, gauntlet off. And he will take off his glove. Not the face, man, not the the face. And then just very gently. Oh, don't slap him on the cheek. (laughs) Don't. I'm not some petty noble, and you aren't Edward. Come on. (laughs) You actually want me to hit you? I want you to hit me. I want you to hit me with the intent to kill. Would it actually make you feel better? Here's the thing, Cather. Something that has been thrown in my face time and time again by, and it's none of you. It's as though there's some being out there who just keeps reminding me. I am fundamentally different from the other three of you. The orb in pandemonium, big glowing ball in the sky. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it asked us all the same question. What, is what do you see? Because something like that, yes. Yeah. I'm sure that all three of you had fantastic answers like love or freedom or or hap- like peace in the world. You want to know what my answer was? It's power, Cather. Which may not be an inherently evil thing, but sure as hell ain't good. The three of you are heroes. And I'm just some guy who has way too much power. And so just for once, I would like one of you to act in a way that I can understand, because frankly, I would have tried to kill me 17 times by now. Just one, just one time. All right. Like put all of your anger into it. All right. I t- Ask I the DM you. to let you smite on a, on a basic attack. <laughs> on like with an unarmed strike. It's in one D&D. Haven't they? Yes. Don't take the noble route. You're not getting out of this. Oh, you remind me. You remind me of him so much. My face is so fresh and unpunched. Soft. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Here, I, I tell you what, I tell you what. I'll, I'll Speak punch with you your fists, I'll, man. I'll, pu- I'll punch you on the count of three, okay? Hit right. me faster. Do all it. Right. Betray One, my trust. I two, expect the three. And I punch him. <laughs> yes. Roll the hit. <laughs> Roll the hit with advantage. Okay. I will. Uh, can I give myself the paralyzed condition? <laughs> Can I get sure. myself? Also, thank you, Hans, for the gifted subs. Well, I One mean, of the gifted subs was Drew, canonically, with... so thank you. Yes! 
while you have them. Thank you, Hanskate, yet again, my hero. Enjoy your emotes, Drew. Uh, that and that was a natural twenty DM. Nice. So I died. Not, this so, is how Abanthi dies. So just just for the fun of it. So let's see. Uh, uh, I will allow you to smite if you want. Do it. Let's see. Do it. Straight up, end my life. Strike. Let's see. Well. So that's just an unarmed strike is one plus your strength. Is one plus my strength. So does that make it a two plus my strength because of it's a crit? Well, if you smite, it'll be a lot more. No, I'm not going to smite him. Just a first level smite, dude. <laughs> hit me! Just I a little smite between bros. <laughs> I want you to no. hit me. No, I won't hit me. Oh, yeah. boo. Ather's too I'll, nice. No, yeah. no, I'll, I'll, I'll. So I punch him, and I'll we'll say I deal like I don't know, like ten damage. I'll I'll say because you're you right now, uh-huh. just for this one moment. Roll roll a d six. Me roll and a d six. Yeah. You yeah. still got some of that like god. Uh, residue. Yeah, you're still glowing a little bit. Yeah. You okay. don't know your. I assume, yet. I assume I'm doing I'm doing exactly. a d six. So max plus my roll. Yes. Okay. This is yeah. this is so with your six, praying hands. Nine. Uh, that's 14 points of damage. There you go. 14 points of bludgeoning damage, Abinthi. Uh, and ah. as he, a, after Thank he clocks you. him, after he clocks him, he'll say, and if you want me to hit you harder, next time I actually do something that will make me want to hit you. All right. The meeting that I have is with Asmodeus. Cather Cather will pause for a like like his first instinct is going to be to to do another punch like then he's like well hold on although I can't actually be mad like bringer of all evil I know I'm a celestial paladin but like the thing is right like did kill one of your gods literally is the cause of one of the three (laughs) okay but like the person that started the are you are you going to like go be friends with him or something um. Listen. There's a chance that I end up owing him a favor at some point in time. I clock him. Your friend's Ooh. close, and your enemy's closer. <laughs> you clock him? I am dating his too? daughter, so I th- it's morally wrong for me to uh, that's a be too good of friends with them. Nice. 21 hit? I, I'm like, not a, n- now I'm not even looking. I'm just like, oh, I am dating his daughter. Oh, I, just, I, just, <laughs> I just gut punch him, you know? Did everybody else just see Sideways Hat DJ, or was I hallucinating? I saw that. I missed it. Listen, keep your friends close him. and your enemies closer. Uh, that that's there less. That's that's only six points of damage, and then I walk twenty, and then I walk away. Just you just leave. Yep. I will. Uh, I will follow have him a, back. Have a good meeting. Um, I was actually going to ask. Now that this has been revealed, I actually would feel a lot better if all three of you came. But that's it's if you don't want to, that's like, still okay. Oh, you want you want us to be there now? Well, I thought about Hey it. guys, Abanthi wants us to join him in his meeting now. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay, well, yeah, that works. Okay, um, where are we going? To Asmodeus. Oh, Asmodeus. No. Pen- you don't have to go if you don't want to. I understand that it's, it's a rather large task. For the record, oh, I'm going. Dead. I'm going now. I want I to go. Like going. I should go. We counteract each other. He's That's right. Celestial. I'm the demonic. We'll be. We'll just. Dis- we'll, he won't know where to put his attention. That's right. 
Well, I won't let you go speak to Asmodeus without me, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, Edward, um, I guess. you're missing out. <laughs> I, I walk over to Edward and I, and I put my hand on his shoulder and I say, Edward, I just want you to know, you truly are a changed man. You have grown so much since I've known you. Hmm. What Good happened? Work. What? <laughs> um, could we could we go back? Yeah. To when Edward's still in with Renaya? Ah, I, I want to yeah. say. Yeah, Edward's going to talk to Rini. So, while <clears> that <throat> all has been going on, every once in a while you do hear a, a hit me. Come on, hit me. Ugh! I want you to hit me. Hit me, hit me. <laughs> while it's going on, Edward and Renaya, you guys are just kind of exploring Cather's cabin. It's quaint. You can tell that it's hand built. Every once in a while you see a nail that's sticking out that didn't quite get hammered in as much as it should have. Right. Edward will make like secrets hidden in here. Actually, that's a good question. Maybe like a diary? Maybe a diary. I could see him keeping one of those. I feel like his diary would just be really depressing. We have to find it. October if it's here, 31st, we have to find it. 2022. Okay. I become a nocturnal animal. <laughs> what? There's, there's I'm quoting this. the Batman. Oh, okay. The very um, last page of a Playboy magazine. It's just ads. <laughs> well... You do know that I don't think it keeps, I don't think it keeps many things. You know, he kind of travels light, just his armor and some food and his goodies that his gods give him. I can't hear you. Well, Speak maybe, louder. maybe it's because he keeps all his other things hidden here. That's a good point. That's a good point. Hmm. As as they begin searching, let's let's look we around. Just snoop. <laughs> yeah, just... <laughs> all the normal things. Edward will kind of awkwardly. awkwardly hey, I, do, I do have a question. Do you guys actually oh, like like try to find something? Oh, we're nice yeah. snooping. Yeah. Yeah, we'll snoop. Okay. Why? You got something to give us, Catherine? Is uh, there something roll, hiding roll here? An investigation check. Oh heck yeah, dude! What? <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll check like under the sofa, around his little bed, in the cupboards, under his socks, uh, in the sock drawer. That's you know that it's gonna be hidden there. Catherine's that basic. One, Drew. Gosh, how do I forget to open my character sheet every time we, we ask play the same question? <laughs> every day. We are professional D and D players. It's been so long that we've been playing this game. Well, here's the thing. Okay. Here's the thing, Grant. Here's here's 12. what's happening. I'll explain to you what's happening. Okay. You've been explain playing this game so long that you, your subconscious no longer feels like you have to refer to the character sheet to play the character. And yeah, so it's so only when you get to the point where you're like, oh yeah, I have to do the math yeah, side of this game. Exactly. I know Edward's so good now. Um, yeah, that's a 12. Okay, so Grant, uh, Edward, you don't find anything. However, Renaya, uh, with your 21 and your snooping, you do, you do notice one of the floorboards in the bedroom is just slightly off. Oh, Edward! 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 Secret staff. Renaya is Renaya is prying it open. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, okay. You, you come in and you just see like Renaya almost in like a floor 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 just, Before before <laughs> Drew reveals, what do all of what are our votes for what is in the floorboard? Um, um I Ed, guess I think it's a heart. Like a, a oh, a like human, an Edgar oh, Allan Poe situation, like a beating heart. Oh yes. I think um, it's just I think it's just a dead raccoon. I think that he found. I think it's a, a scroll of 
Never mind. Teleportation. I think, I think yes. it's going to make me really sad. I'm hoping that it's one of two things. It's either A, a Beanie Baby collection, or B, it's just more nails. Because that would be the most disappointing thing to find under the floorboard. I think it's going to be like a cat made outfit. Yes. 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 Everyone manifest. It's a Kiyomura body pillow. That's really what it is. It's um, new merch in the merch store. Oh my gosh. Look at what uh, Jesse said. <laughs> it's just smut. Um, it's so funny. In, so you, you open up the floorboard and you see a few things. DJ's um, crippers are under the floorboards. Stop. Oh, no. Did you see that? The way he fanned his. You see a. Uh, small pile of uh, papers what looks like letters but that's uh, between himself and Leshka his sister, the rest of his family uh, a few names that you don't recognize but uh, looking at the signature with the last name Evanthar you, you see it's, it's with family and um, a couple with Kiyomura um, you also see a, a very crudely hand whittled uh version of his holy symbol um and then uh you also see a what looks like a small uh statue of a soldier um also hand kind of hand carved well this is all just super personal not interesting funny embarrassed cather stuff right it's kind of sweet wholesome and Nice. Gosh, I think it's why does Cather have to be such a good person? This is what I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah, you know, do you think he said anything interesting to Kiyomura? Um, probably. We probably shouldn't read it anyways. Maybe you do see. I don't know. You do see one. One of the letters has an XOXO at the end. Are you for real? It's a a workout routine. (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) It has been three, four nights since I saw you last. Are they playing tic-tac-toe? I quiver. <laughs> I quiver. Yes, yes, Lydia. They're playing tic-tac-toe. That's what they, they're just sending. It's a, it's a nine-month-long game of tic-tac-toe. This is a really intense way to play, but okay. I'm getting weirded out. I feel like we shouldn't look anymore. Yeah, I know. I feel kind of like I'm invading his privacy, which was kind of the point, but I hoped it yeah, would be something I mean, it that was I could fun. Like, be like... Uh-huh, Cather, you have a cat-made outfit, but he doesn't. Right. Secretly, I was hoping that's exactly what it was, too. You know, it was like it was like everybody around us was trying to manifest it. it oh, I forgot happen. one other thing. Oh, uh, what is that? Is the cat-made outfit? It better be good. It better be good. No, it's just some shackles. Oh, that's depressing. Uh, We're closing this floorboard. Still hot, but much worse. I'm sorry, I missed it. What what kind of shackles? Uh, Some really gross, rusted, like iron shackles that are clearly used for prisoners and slaves. Oh, and Uh, those aren't even hot. No, he got that from the beginning of the game when he wakes up in the car and then he's in the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isakai? Oh, you're finally awake. Yeah, there's a Skyrim reference. And they weigh nothing, which is pretty I'm cool. I'm disappointed. But <sighs> well, I'm sorry. What more did you expect from Cather? I wanted, I wanted cat-made outfit. Well, that was fun. 
Um, Look, only if I, he I've... still remembered Melora, okay? That was fun. But uh, I also wanted to ask you something. Or hey. not, I, I, it's not a question. I, I just, I need to say something. It's been eating away at me. Okay. Um, I, I, I want to say that I, I'm sorry. I'm going to apologize to you. Especially after what just happened. You know, I've been so, I've been so worked up and, and nervous about the anathema, the fae. For good reason. I mean, it could be the end of what we know and all. And gosh, I've just, I've been so tunnel visioned and I feel like I, my heart's been so full of missing people, you know, missing, missing track, missing my mother and, and, and fear of being afraid of losing, losing more. And, um, I just don't think I've had room to feel for the people in my life right now. And, and when we were at your family's place, it reminded me that, well, your, your feelings or problems are just as big as mine. And even if the end of the world is happening, it doesn't mean it's worth being ignored. I, I can't believe I really thought that we'd skip a chance like that. It's unfair. Might even be wrong. So I just wanted to apologize for that. And any other times I've had misguided priorities. I do hope, though, that we can make a change soon, but I, I think I needed to say something. Things are different now than they were. I know you noticed the drawing Cather drew. I did too. It reminds me of a time that was, in a strange way, simpler. Even though it felt so complicated. I wish things weren't so complicated now. But we're here together. I think that's what matters. Until this is over. Renaya hugs Edward. Oh, um, yeah, Edward will stand there <laughs> a little surprised at first, and then he'll he'll hug her tightly back, brows furrowed. They'll all hug tightly, sincerely, you know, and uh, he'll stand there for a long while, too, yeah. even. And about halfway through the hug, you just hear Cather punch Adam on the beach. Oh, no. Okay, I, or that's uh, or the media. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes. I, or the punch. You know, one of two. Porquenolos <laughs> dos. I am concerned about Abinthi at well, the moment. Yeah, you, you're. You feel fine. I'll hit you. Ugh. Oh, guys. <laughs> um, 
It seems like they're not having such a nice moment. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Meanwhile, they're also bonding. Yeah. All right. Um, you see you well, see them walking back and they're holding hands, skipping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm riding on his shoulders with my arms out. <laughs> my hair flowing in the wind. Um, Edward. Yes. I'm really happy you're here. We don't like the fact Cath is here, though, guys. No, screw him in his no-cat-made outfit. (laughs) That would be a game-changer. You know, know, even when, even when, (laughs) even when I don't want to be here, you know deep down I'm glad I'm here. I'm sick of paperwork. And then he (laughs) starts walking towards the door to, like, meet Catherine Abenthi. And then we're going to skip the three minutes in the conversation that we already did. So you yes. guys already read. You truly have mm-hmm. become a better man. Um, exactly. Amity will turn uh, to the group and say, um, first off, uh, to all of you, I'm sorry. I, I am now without any of the people who have been very important to me for the past 40 years. Other than the three of you, which are new. Oh my goodness. What DJ just happened? down! Yeah, I noticed that too, DJ. Medic! Fell. Medic! DJ actually fell. I just looked over and he was on the floor. I, I was just gonna, I didn't know what to do. I was reaching over for something and I felt my chair begin to tip and I was like, oh, it's fine. And then it just, cause it's on wheels, it just slipped out from under me. So I didn't actually fall, like the chair slipped, and then you guys just kept going, and I didn't know what to do. I didn't know the worst part. I only is that saw you, were you muted. on the ground. I know. If I, I should. I dang it. I should this would have been muted. so much funnier if if you. This is the first time you've made noise. Ah, wait, wait, wait. Audacity may have picked it up. Did Audacity That's true. Pick Audacity it up? definitely did pick it up. We can add it in post. Leave it in. Drew. Oh, let's go. Um, um. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll just, I'll just, uh, Quality just say like I'll just take a moment and pause like the episode and say. Meanwhile, in the background, DJ. Meanwhile. I don't think anybody saw it, and I'm disappointed. I didn't. I just saw his face peeking from like the side <laughs> of the frame, and I looked over, and his chair's wheels were just. I didn't there. even see DJ. I just saw the chair. Yeah, I was just like, what is what? before the stream? We talked about how all of the jokes that we have, all the bits are just <laughs> in front of me, and this is just another one. What's what's yeah, you know, everything's fine. Hey, but that means that you are great content, DJ. I miss sideways hat, DJ. I do. There he is. Yay. It really does that. make you look like someone who rapped in the early thousands, but was that way makes too old me for really app. sad. I really don't want to have <laughs> that one fisheye lens, and your life would be changed. No, you look like someone who goes by the name Parm. Anyway, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I'm DJ Parm. This is now a no, roast DJ stream. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so you got some cheesy moves on the skateboard. I'm going to return to role-playing now, Grant. Okay. Anyway, I felt as though the world just shifted. Um, sorry. Is that an earthquake? Uh, yes, the skies themselves have turned. But what I am... What is that noise? What is... What, what, is it thunder? What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. 
anyway, Edward. No, it's not Stormy <laughs> at all. Um, Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Edward's a goof. What can I say? Anyway, um, I have lost everything and everyone that I've held dear up until this point. Um, and I have not been handling it well. And I have treated all of you poorly because of that. And even now, I cannot guarantee that I'm obviously not okay now. Um, and for that, I'm sorry. I truly am. I would like to ask for your help um, to elaborate a little further. Uh, the person I am asking for help to locate Talmanash's soul is Asmodeus. I did not tell you because I was afraid that one, uh, things would go poorly because obviously it's not a very good idea. And two, that by doing so, all of you would be put in danger. And, well, more danger than you're already in, which is not something that I particularly wish to force upon anyone. I was also a little scared that you would want to come along. Cause I don't like when people see that bad decisions that I'm making in the process of me making them. Well, I thought you might never ask for a bit of help. I'm glad to help. I just want to double check. This is the Asmodeus, right? Not, not some other person named the same name. No, yes. Uh, first, the first murderer. Um, oh, gosh. Bringer of all evil, How do you Lord of the ninth layer of hell. How do we even dream of doing that? We we hardly made it through some. We hardly even survived in hell. For I have no clue how long that was. Um, how do we do it? Is I'm his future son-in-law, so <laughs> we kind of just oh, ride that train. I suppose until the end of the, the line. Talking, Yes, um... It would make an interesting story. Yes. And you have to do this. I mean, I could just give up. I don't think that's fair to you. I wouldn't, I actually, that's a lie. I can't give up. It's only, it's an obsession at this point. Um, as another note, uh... I am also sorry because I still, I still can't make myself agree to be this group's friend, which sounds really bad. I've already talked to Edward a bit about it, but I 
I can't do that be yet. I would like to at one point in time, maybe once all of this is over and everything is good and we're not under threat of constant death, I would love to be friends. But right now, I am too scared. I think we I all don't... know a thing or two about that. So it ended, so it isn't... I care for all of you greatly. Honestly, I told Katha it would be way better if you were all just way worse people. It would make my life so much easier. Um, sadly, you are great people, and... I don't know how to deal with good people. Well, how about I, this? How about this? Yes. Since it seems we're all a bit afraid, for good reason, we'll do what we can to protect what we care about. And we'll do that as long as we can. That is something I think I that's something we can all agree on. I can do that. Good. I can too. Would you? He, he looks to he looks for an eye and Cather kind of expectantly. Um, this is a, a little off track. I do have a question for you. Um, I'm a semi-open book. Why do you think Asmodeus can help you? Out like, of people who control where souls go, I know of two groups. Mm -hmm. You know one of them, mm -hmm. and they aren't willing to help me. Um, at most, they gave me a name. A name? What What was the name? Look through my notes. I wasn't prepared for this. Kevin. Dale. Dale. Just a guess. I, I just threw away my scrap of paper that had it on it. You threw it away. Valesh Shatoran, the soul Bless seeker. Bless you. No, no, that's his name, or its name. Oh. Um, it is a creature that apparently steals souls of um, people who are going to go on to do good things before it's their time. Something along those lines. And also, this is a slight apology to you, Katha, because um, I... Your gods did help me by giving the name, but I am a petty, vengeful man. <laughs> really? I couldn't tell. And so I have not forgiven them, but at least I will not pursue my vengeance as actively as I would have before they helped. Noted. And appreciated. So, yes. DM. Um, Keep your yeah, yeah. Close. Do, yes, DM, do, do I happen to recognize the name no. of Valet Shastron? Nope. No. Okay. Never heard before. Just make sure. None of you have. So, um, <clears throat> is everyone rested and prepared? <sighs> I mean, I, I kind of threw this on you. I understand if you're not prepared, if you need to take some time to sort through. 
maybe reconsider. I would understand. I just, I just don't know what to expect. I mean, speaking, we've, sp we've spoken to things that nobody would ever dream of. We've spoken to things I didn't even know were real. And Honestly, this? I am more comfortable than anything else we have done. Well, if that's the case, I guess it eases my nerves a bit. Yes. But this seems like a new level, even for me. I think as long as we're smart and we have a way out, I suppose it would be fine. If there is one thing that I know how to do, it's be prepared. And I am Renaya. very prepared. Renaya. What do you know of Asmodeus? Very bad. Right. I figured that much. Who knows? Maybe maybe think... uh maybe Grotz gets his redeeming qualities from his dad. I don't <coughs> think so. Um, I'm not exactly uh, Grotz is just like his father, yes. Well, I suppose if you know, if the end of the material plane as we know it is imminent, then maybe we should do anything we can to get our own things in line. So if that's what must be done, I think it'll be fair. Maybe Asmodeus will be willing to also tell us how to stop the end of the world. Well, truth be told, I think that there is a potential that we do find um, a bit of a enemy of our enemy as our friend kind of situation. Um, yeah. Because right now, if you think about it, the Fae and the uh, Devils are teaming up. You mean the demons? The demons? Which ones are the? Which one is Grotz? Grotz is the demon. He's a demon. Oh shoot! The Fae and the demons are teaming up. I always get that mixed up in my mind. Um, Your point so is valid. If um, Asmodeus doesn't like that, we can find a bit of a surprise advantage, even are if it isn't abject help. Are you speaking of Baphomet? I mean, I think just in general. Um, I don't believe that Asmodeus wishes for the end of the world. I maybe it's a good idea you're there. I mean, if he doesn't like Baphomet, and you don't, I guess I mean, that is I a good suppose... point. Maybe, maybe he could help with this problem with the anathema. I mean, well, we did. But we're also getting ahead of ourselves. This is Asmodeus we're talking about. But about, maybe. Yeah, making a deal to kill Baphomet, so he probably knows about that. Hmm. Consider me intrigued. Oh. <laughs> I think well, maybe we ought to do this. All right, well, I'm ready. As much as I regret to say. Where you two go, I go. I guess we're in. All right. All right. Hands in. Center myself. Hands Why? in, everybody. What, what is we're, it, we? We got to do it. Remember, in, in the middle. What? I need to center my. Before. Where, where do I? Oh, are we doing? Put your hands in the middle. In the middle. Where okay. everyone else's oh, hands. On top. All right. Yep. On three. 
What are we saying on What's three? What's happening on three? Fates Gambit on three. One, two, three. Fates Gambit. Fates Gambit. What is Fates Gambit on three? We just all well done. Gambit. I don't understand what we're supposed to do on three. Are we supposed to like evolve You just say Fates Gambit. I don't. Lift up your hat and say Fates Gambit. Fates Gambit. There you go. Good job, It's It's just a good way to like keep energy and spirits up, you know? Right. We used to do that in fencing class. I don't feel any different. I was pretty good. We'll, we'll keep working. <laughs> okay, can good. I put my hand down? Yes, you can. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, and then we went on guard. But we don't have to do that. And preparing to go visit the Lord of all evil, the father of everything bad in this world. Darth Vader. Darth Vader. We're going to go ahead and take a break. We'll be back in 10 or 15 minutes as per usual. You guys grab some popcorn. Get a drink. Okay. Get your feet up. Yes, sir. Maybe soak, soak them a little. Patricide. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, we'll be back in just a little bit and figure out what go, is Guys, wait, about. wait, wait. Go join Discord so you can see the memes. Yes. That see is the memes in Discord. <laughs> so, where we left off, you Sorry. guys were just about to make your way to probably Glossia first, and then eventually to Asmodeus. Yes. Great. Woo. How do you do that? Um, normally I have to go through the letter route, but I just have plane shift. So I'm just going to plane shift to Glossia. Okay. Because uh, he was like, meet me when you have a chance, yeah. bud. You guys arrive on... Oh, oh I can't The sixth Hell. layer. The sixth layer, yeah. Whichever on... Anyway, I can't remember the name of that one. Probably somewhere in my notes. New Jersey. <laughs> that, New Jersey is every layer of hell. <laughs> <laughs> you find yourself on the rocky slopes of that ever-growing and decaying volcano that this plane finds itself being made up of. Um, and at the base of this volcano, you see the prison that Glossia is both warden and prisoner of. You make your way up the familiar steps on the warm stone. Balbog. Yes, exactly. Because it's made up of the body, roughly, of the original, or it's named after the original mm-hmm. ruler of the plane. Um, but you make your way up the steps. You enter into the prison. You make your way up to the very top floor. You find yourself on the other side of a very familiar door, the door leading to Glossia's personal chamber. You knock on the door and it is opened almost immediately by the familiar, um, ever bold, but lovely Glossia. Hello, my darling. Please, please come in, all of you, all of you, please. You are my guests. Thank you. It's good to see you again. Shh. I don't want to hear your voice. I'm sorry. At least someone Ah. said it. (laughs) So, you got my letter then? Yes, I did. Fantastic. Um, well, he is ready for you whenever you are able to arrive. Uh, I can take you to him, or... I can send you to him, but I cannot join you once you're there. Um, I should warn you. 
my father is um, crafty, cunning. There is nothing that he does that does not further his own goals. Um, and there is almost nothing, no deal that he's willing to make if he doesn't feel like he has the better end of it. So just be on guard and, and have your wits about you when, when you are talking with him. My dear, I have danced with Fae, stolen the crown from kings, and built cities from nothing but stone. My wit is the only thing I have. And it is what I love about you. I hope it's a little more than that. I mean, <laughs> you have... I won't embarrass your friends. Huh. It seemed and with my we'll wit, just try I to stole your tongue way. as well as your heart. <laughs> so, my father is not particularly a patient man, so I'm thankful that you found my letter relatively quickly. But oh, good. I didn't not... know how long it had been sitting there, all honesty. So. Oh, well, I'm glad, because I sent it yesterday, so. Perfect. Um, so, you we shouldn't keep my father waiting. Um, are you... Are you all ready? I'm set. I... I'll take things as they go. I'll try to stay out of the way. I suppose I'm ready. It looks like Renai is busy in her sketch pad drawing something at the moment, but... It's very important, but I'm ready. You guys keep your eye out on the Discord for the hot drop that Lee's about to... <laughs> it's about to be scandalous. <laughs> Steal your hearts. And if you can, avoid speaking. It's just best. My father very much enjoys the sound of his own voice. I'm starting to think there's more reasons why you like me. Because your father and I sound very similar. <laughs> oh, no. I don't we mean to not, imply anything. It's we're we'll, not going to go into my I'm just, look, issues. I've recommended anyway, therapy many um, times. She just covers your mouth. You similarities to Asmodeus, I have reason to be even more concerned about She it. covers your mouth. I will. I will turn to the others and say, when we do get there, stick close to me, all right? Hold my hand. Sure thing. That's just so I can provide my 10-foot radius aura of courage. That way we can't be frightened. That would be very appreciated. Good. That's a really I good love thing. your aura. Oh, my gosh. Glossia <laughs> <laughs> steps out of the room, and you watch as she kind of passes her hand over... Uh, a blank spot in the hallway and uh, a doorway shimmers and appears before opening it and it's just a black void beyond right um don't die I've grown rather fond of most of you I guess at least one of you <laughs> there's there's the honesty right there <laughs> if you're wondering um my love, I will return. Please do. Now let's get cracking. That's how I walk canonically. <laughs> you guys all one by one step through the void. And it's like stepping into 
It's like stepping out into the cold. You're just instantly surrounded by by intense freezing temperatures. I have to pee. Now is not the time. I should have Before gone back at the cabin. I asked if you were prepared. Before you step out into a lush garden. All around you are bushes and trees and beautiful flowers. It's almost as colorful as the Feywild and yet more maintained, cared for. As you look around, you quickly realize that every single plant, every bench, every aspect of this garden has been specifically picked and placed in every specific spot. Nothing about this landscape is wild or out of design. I'll have you all just make a perception check too while I'm thinking about it. That's so interesting. This isn't the worst possible thing that's happening. And guys, I mean, at least it's nice, right? It's better than the Fae. For the first time since uh, the end of chapter one, I get to use my fate dice again. Oh boy! Oh! Fate dice. And they're happy to see me. (laughs) That'll be a natural 20 DM. Oh my God. (gasps) You and me both, bro. (laughs) I got a nat one. What the heck? So far, we've all crit in some way, shape, or form. Lydia, what you get? I got a 29. Nice. Yeah, I'm not still not below that. that. Yeah, same. <laughs> I got 27 26 for total. Me. We need to get a 28, Grant. What the heck? We could have had what a run. Heck? Yeah. Do I get advantage, Dan? We stout on 1,500 <laughs> points in Farkle. Sure. Grant, you're cute. That seems to be the rule. Uh, perception 18 okay. that that's has fine. an 8 that works no the nat one's funnier Edward's preoccupied he has He's to pee really bad garden. he has to pee really bad as you guys walk through this garden there's a sensation especially you Renaya that you feel and it's familiar with all of you from being in the Feywild, but you and I have the most recent experience with it, where you're in a place that's not real. You know, most you you feel it from being in the mirror realm in Pandemonium. It's a very similar sensation, but even in being in uh, the Feywild, which all of you have been, where it's a mirror plane, quote unquote, but nothing's quite the same. This garden you begin to see the inconsistencies of it. A plant that was there a second ago is no longer. A leaf begins to fall before almost like glitching and falling again. And quickly, you all begin to realize the the overlay that this garden is. Nothing here is real. Nothing has grown here. But beneath it all is a 
blank gray void. Everything that you are touching, everything that you're walking upon is a manifestation of someone's will. And it's an eerie feeling knowing that the very space that you walk on could disappear if someone were to stop wanting it to be there. This feels wrong. <laughs> you continue making your way to the before eventually finding yourself uh, walking along this path that leads to a uh, widens into this grand gravel um, path with um, bushes, very, very tall cylindrical bushes lining the path on either side, about 20 or so of these bushes on either side, leading to a grand staircase on this beautiful, massive manor. You continue your approach, feeling the gravel crunch beneath you, hearing it. Um, and as you begin to get closer, you go up the stairs and these massive doors, each one probably about 12 feet tall, open before you. As once they open, you watch as a, a succubus steps out of the uh, foyer. Sorry, um, what's a succubus? A sex demon? Yeah, pretty much. Basically, they uh, uh, okay. they they would seduce. There's one. There's succubus oh. and incubi. Yeah, an incubus, men and women that would seduce. Uh, I whichever they're gonna seduce. Yeah, they're the most human-like fiends. Yeah. Oh boy, yeah, Glossia looks like a succubus. Yeah, yeah. starting like that. Huh? Queen of the succubi. They're shapeshifters, so they take the form of whatever is most pleasant to the person they're trying to to seduce. Yeah, a bathroom. <laughs> Sorry. Interesting. Hubba hubba. Lord Asmodeus is waiting for you. Please follow me. And she turns and begins leading you down this uh, grand foyer before arriving once again at another set of massive doors. They open. And you find yourself in a beautiful throne, uh, throne room. This red and white mosaic tile uh, all across the floor with huge um, black walls that have ornate detailing all across with the trim and, and the design work. Massive ceiling to floor curtains um, draping the sides of beautiful stained glass windows that shouldn't exist uh, knowing the layout of the castle this room should be at the center of it and yet there are stained glass windows leading out and letting light in at the center of it you see a uh, a large throne um but it's more it's not even a throne i should say it's more like a massive uh chair surrounded by cushions where there are probably 10 or so of these succubi or other creatures that are there simply because they are pleasing to the eye. 
and sitting at the center of it, you see uh, a human-sized man, probably about 6'2 or so, a little bit on the taller side. He's got bronze, flawless skin. He's wearing uh, an extremely well-tailored suit with the jacket off, um, leading just a vest um, and a well-tailored uh, shirt beneath. He has just the trim of his beard. Clearly it's been uh, trimmed back and he just has it along the jawline and it comes up in these swirls along his cheeks and then um, encompasses his mouth. Like like the game master from the first Hunger Games? I was thinking the same uh, thing. Yeah, no, that's a good, that's a good um, picture of it. Uh, but even harder and more long, evil. slick back hair, um, just a beautiful flow of hair. And he's sitting there, and you can see he has kind of this, this almost like a bundle of grapes in his hand, a bushel of grapes in his hand. And he slowly picks one and uh, eats it before noticing you all arrive. He waves you forward. I will, uh, I will step forward uh, with humble confidence. Um, as I do, I will um, activate, um, I, I, under my breath, I'll say, black tie, and my shift weave will turn into a formal suit, uh, very well tailored to my dimensions. I made it myself. Um, <laughs> Epic. Epic. And it's I like changing will, Minecraft skins. Yeah, and as it does, I will walk forward, take my hat off, and in a deep bow, I will say, I humbly present myself before the King of the Nine Hells. I am the Traveling Tailor. Edward following suit will also bow. Arnaya looks to Cather. Um, Catherine will give a slight nod of the head. A begrudging uh, nod. Renaya waves. <laughs> yes! Yes! Nice. That's good. I see I am in the company of bold souls. I assume you come before me to ask something of me? Something, yes. Perhaps several things. More than that, I am here because I believe you to be a... a businessman. I see you are wise as well as bold. Uh, and as he uh, lets that grin spread across his face, uh, it's difficult to not notice the vampire-like fangs um, that kind of glisten in this uh, particular light lighting. So do you have an offer for me? I have information, and from that I have suggestions. First off, I'm sure you're aware of the state of the um, demons and fae and celestials, the uprising that is going on right now. I am. 
me and this group, this group and I, am vehemently opposed um, to the progressions that they have made against you. That is the first thing I would like to say. Second, um, I believe that you have knowledge of a creature known as the Soul Stealer. Would I be correct in saying that the wise one? There is much that I know, but little that I share. Well, I don't come here asking for share. I come here asking for sponsorship. This group and I are, well, we search for many things. The Soul Stealer has taken someone of mine, and I would like to get them back. Unfortunately, I do not know where they currently reside. It is my belief that, or my understanding, that this Soul Stealer is not exactly on your best terms either, seeing as several of the souls that they take are warranted to you. Continue. Well, the simplest trade that I can see is if you are willing to inform us of the location of the Soul Stealer, then we will go there um, defeated. And then I and you will both get what we want, at least for this task. The soul stealer is not the pain in my side that you think he is. What do you offer then? Someone who is willing to be more open to the suggestion of your advances. I will have you know, I also asked the gods for help. Um, one of them that I asked you are intimately familiar with and they turned me aside. So I'm certainly no friend to them. I'm hoping that you will make a wiser decision. Bold indeed. But you do happen to be in luck. And he shifts forward in his chair. There is a man. Man by the name of Marcus Steele. He is a tiefling uh, of burnt red skin. Bring him to me. And I will reveal to you the location of the soul stealer. 
where might this um, Marcus still be located? Or is that something that we need to find out ourselves? He works on the Mist Runner, a ship known for hunting astral dreadnoughts. Well, that's fun. Um, very well. I assume I already know the answer, but could I ask uh, why, just out of interest? Business. As good a reason as any. Um, as another point uh, of, of business to go over, um, as I said, we are currently in opposition to the um, demons and fae. Maybe the gods, it depends on how they act. Um, when it comes to the battle at hand, um, I don't suppose there'd be any way that you would be willing to assist us in um, that regard. It is in your favor. What is in my favor is whatever I will. I have no interest in this war, nor does it affect me. But if you are searching for a certain aid, my doors are always open to help poor mortals, but always for a price. You are a reasonable man. Um, I know that this might be pushing the bar a bit, but I can't help myself. As you said, I am bold. I don't suppose you'd consider anything as a wedding gift. You will do well with my daughter. And you will do well with my son. Edward <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> just, just cast. I'm sorry. Well, my wedding gift <laughs> to you and to Renaya, if she so deems it, is that I do not kill you for having the audacity. The audacity of engaging with my children. Bro, take it, take it, bro, take it. It's a good gift. That's good, that's a good one. Absolutely, and your gift, uh, we thank you for it. Um, hopefully, as quickly as possible, um, I shall return with this Marcus Steele. Um, thank you for your assistance. And, um, you are invited to the wedding. Now, we should probably take our leave. Thank you for joining me for this business arrangement, and I look forward to you fulfilling your end of the bargain. You know, Asmodeus, can I call you Asmodeus, or is there something you would prefer? That is my name. Can I call you A? No, that's no. too, that's too. Oh, gosh. Jeez. Asmodeus. 
I think you and I are going to get along well. I do enjoy bold mortals. Now, you have begun to bore me. Leave. By all means. Come now. Bows and walks quickly (laughs) out of the room. We all join hands. waves. Teleport. Uh, I don't know exactly where I'm where I'm plane shifting. Actually, I, I will go. Hey guys, uh, should we return to? You think just we get us out of here? I don't care where we go. Just get Gambit's us out of keep. here. Now. Gambit's keep is fine. Gambit's keep it is, and I will plane shift to Gambit's keep. Oh, thank God that's over. Oh, that was Dark Man. He just gave me the heebie-jeebies. I'm. I like him. <sighs> I like this charismatic guy. boy. I, I'm telling you, I, I feel like I found a kindred soul. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you that. do it, Evan. I mean, he was reasonable. Well, he agreed not to kill you or Renaya. That's a bonus. That's pretty well, it's good. good that we did that's, pretty, that's pretty great. I'm Sorry, just I couldn't that's really one of pay the, attention. That is one of the best interactions I have had with the father of someone I'm in a relationship with. That was so scary. I, I wasn't really paying attention. Did he ask us to kill someone? No, we don't even. We just have to bring someone to him, which could, I assume, alive. But That's good. and I'm assuming that they will not go willingly. Um. Okay. But well, that sounds. I never great want to go to back me. there. Right. Okay. Cather, you seem like you're doing fine. I mean, I was gritting my teeth the entire time we were there, but that's besides the point. You all did wonderfully, by the way. I um, did wet myself. I should have gone to the bathroom before. I had to go. I was so scared. <laughs> I, you know how hard it is to clean shift weave? You have I to wash it for each one of the sets of clothing. Okay. Should have left the undies behind, brother. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> These things are going straight don't into say, the don't trash. Don't say anything else. Um, right. Well, I'm glad we... That overall did go very well. Um, yes. Does do any of us know anything about uh, Marcus Steele or? Uh, By the way, that's S T E E L E. You know what's funny is that is how I wrote it. Hey, hey. Yeah, Aaron. Why? Uh, because I'm like, there's no way that it's just the metal. I knew a guy with that last name. And let's see. Well, the the word he, said, he said he writes on a ship called the Mist Rider. Runner. Yes, the Mist, Mist Runner. Runner. Um, a burnt red tiefling named Marcus Steele. Um, I have my ways of obtaining research. It will take a little bit of time. In the meantime, we should probably deal with some other things. <laughs> Am I correct about that? Or would the person in the well, sky like me to pursue this now? I'm fine with what, listen, okay. Just to metagame a little bit, we've reached the end of my DM notes. So wherever you go, no matter where you go, well, all right, it's improv so from here on out. Cather, the rest of the Cather pulls out his notebook with his list of to-dos yes, as, yes. as he as he scribbles on there, as find it. Marcus Steele. But you can mock some of those off, right? Well, let's see. I, I have my Cather take oath checked off and find death cult take Done. checked off. Done. Done. The next things I have immediately on my list are... Uh, golden mask figure at the Valley of Kings. Okay, that's and, important. And free to vote. Those would be like the next two things that are most capable. We're most capable of doing. We actually may be able to do the free to vote part now. I think we ought to. That we just have to go I mean, see I, the stereo, I, right? Uh, well, we need 
you have the you have the flower, right? I don't have the flower currently. I can very quickly get a flower, though. Well, let's go get a flower. We've got the blood. You got the blood. You did. You did. Yeah, find we the went blood? to the black market. It was very successful. Okay, good. That's 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 great to hear. Well, yes, I know where we can get some some flowers pretty easily. Sounds get fantastic. That flower. We're about to do some baking. Right, Jesse. <laughs> uh, sorry, that's cooking. God dang it, I blew it. That is cooking. Uh, right. Well, this makes okay. DM, what time of day is it by chance? Um, what time is most convenient to you, Drew? Well, uh, preferably getting close to night because that's when the flowers bloom most often. Okay. It is just about. It's sunset right now. It's golden it's, hour. It's getting close to night. Perfect. All right. Oh yes, it appears the sun is setting. Oh, that happened quickly. <laughs> Jesse Gessie in chat. It's just like, I heard my name. Jesse. Hey, Mr. White. It's time to go. Yo. I guess, I mean, we just got back to Gambit's Keep. Is there anything we need to do? Or like, I can leave real quick. I come, need a come shower. Back with a flower. Then we can do the ritual here. Oh, yes. Edward needs to change his pants. Uh, as at this exact moment, I need to wash up. Edward, you just you just feel Mary grab your calf. Oh, I Mary, wouldn't touch no. my pants if I were oh, not Edward's calf. Catherine's calf. Oh, thank God! <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, goodness! The one that she actually likes, not oh Edward. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, Edward. As she does this, uh, a bit a bit surprised because he didn't notice her because she's so sneaky. She's uh, a sneaky girl. He says, "Oh." Well done, Mary. I did not even hear you come approaching. As he and he'll, he'll kind of put a, a just a comforting hand on her on her shoulder. Hey, um, how did Mary get here? Oh, she is so stealthy. That she, she's tiny very, she wasn't with us in as. Edvar comes like running in, like panting, trying to find her. I don't know what Edvar's voice is. I never, I never. Oh, heard oh I love this guy. Shoot! What did Edvar sound like? Edvar. No. no. He was just oh, like a normal geez. guy. Yeah, he was just a I guy, like, I think. He was, he was just like, a normal I am guy. so sorry. Oh, I think he had Mary like three did. different accents. So oh my god. Mary, you're so fast. Oh my gosh. I'm so I sorry. I love him. I that, love him. That, uh, anyway, Mary, we. Um, okay, before you, before you leave, uh, Edward will, or Edward, oh my goodness, Catherine will turn to Edward and the others and, and also kind of look at Mary a little bit too. Um, so I know exactly where we can get a moon lily to, in order to make the Arkenflower. It will require me to go back to Rivaluna. Um, Helm of Teleportation. I have a question. Yes. We have a garden in the center of our, center of our estate. Uh-huh that is filled with plants that were requested by the members of the group. Would we just have that flower at Gambit's Keep? Uh, we, have, we have literal dragon flowers planted in that garden. You know, you bring up a very fair point. I think that might be correct. Hey, DM. Would have, I would imagine Cather probably would have requested it, so I would yeah. definitely allow it. Yeah, 100%. Well, is. sick. Well, then never you, mind. We don't need to. You guys go out to the main courtyard and you're like, oh, look. Wait, just, oh, oh I'm stepping on one right oh, now. I forgot about those. Moonly. Oh, I've been using those to make tea. I'm sorry. Um. Well, perfect. I guess we have that right here. 
uh, Abanthi, do you know how long is the ritual supposed to take? Hey, DM. Mm. Do I know how to do this? <laughs> Can I, like, legend lore We're it? really speedrunning. We're really speedrunning. I, I, I just, I just this, this is what I love. Aaron's mic is like this. He's like, hey, DM. Hey, DM. <laughs> Red Solo Cup. Um, it has my chalky milk in it. I'll fill uh, you up. No. Let's have a party. Proceed party. Um, sure, if you want to legend lore it, you could probably figure it out. Yeah. 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 I'll do that. Yeah. Okay, you cast yes, legend lore. I absolutely yeah, can yeah, figure out how yeah. to do this. Um, basically. Um, yeah. Okay. Anyway. What? Here's Wonderwall. We, this is a work man we are we hit halfway and we we're like suck. we're done we got to the end why of do our people notes, watch people. this no. show oh we have God, things to do still home. guys we still have like 10 things on our list of to do it's true yeah. it's true all right five levels 10 things we're doing the arc and flower thing it's rather simple yes you have to soak the flower in the blood for 24 hours Oh, perfect. Then we have a day. You then allow the flower to dry out, and you use the dried uh, petals to create a tea. Oh. Edward, I have fantastic news. What? This requires your expertise. Fencing? We need to make tea. Really? Are you messing with me? I kid you not, I... Wish that I was, because that would be hilarious. And is this tea expected to be the best possible tea that could be made? Because if so, I am your man. I imagine that it probably won't taste very good. Well, that's rude. I make a lot of tea, and I think it all tastes quite good. Do you often include blood in your tea? No, you don't put blood in tea. Well, this one Are you saying we does. have to put blood in tea? Well, we have to put a no, flower blood. coated in blood in oh, tea. God. Oh, gosh. Look, I'll come to you to with a mysterious glowing white powder. And then you just work your magic. So, I'm so actually going the, to cry. How, how long of a process will this take? At least 24 hours. At least Okay, but whose blood... Whose blood? The dragon's blood that we we bought the, oh, well, at the that's black okay. market. Well, yes, no, sir. That's from an animal. That's at least that's an that's a bit well, okay. sentient. Okay. It's, it's harder. Now, do we? I mean, I I I'm sorry. My my military mind is going, so I'm trying to make efficient decisions here. Yes. Or at least efficient recommendations. No need to boast. <laughs> if if the flower has to soak in the blood for at least twenty four hours. Do we want to maybe do that and go check out what's going on at the Valley of Kings? Do we think I'd that will take more than a day? It kind of feels like there are two options where we could start the process of the whole Ark and Flower business mm-hmm. and then head to the Valley of Kings, which is captable. But I, as you said, I have a feeling that will take an amount of time that is longer than 24 hours. Right. The other option is we could take one day and clean up any things that are rather important. I look down at Mary, and then I look back at Catherine. I'm like, "You did? Did you tell her anything? 
she seemed rather attached to you. We, I mean, we had a decently good conversation the other day before we left for, for, like, pandemonium or whatever. Well, whatever her deal is, you should probably take care of it, because I don't like children. Okay. <laughs> I also need to do some research on the whole Marcus Steele situation. Edward says, hear me out. I make tea that isn't with blood. We drink it. Mm-hmm. Crazy, right? Mm-hmm. And then we just chillax. We did just talk. And then talk later we make blood tea, and then go to the Valley of Kings. Maybe even because we can free her real quick. That is true. That's that's fair. And then straight I'm... from there, I can teleport us, and we yeah. don't need to use a. Your teleport helm, we can save that for when we're about to die. Can you, get this can you flower take it? Have you been blood. to the Valley Kings before? I've been to the Valley of Kings before. He's been everywhere, Cather. My feet have walked paths untouched by mortal hands for thousands of years. To be specific, you've been to the rim of the, the Valley of Kings. You've never been in it. I have rimmed it's the like Valley of It's like being to the Kings. airport. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's, like, it's like going to the airport. But not actually leaving the airport. We're like, I've been there. I have but... dropped people off at the Valley of Kings. <laughs> hey, that's that's more than I can say, technically. Well, I'm going to make some tea. Right. Maybe write a bit. Get my mind off the fact that I was just facing the most evil thing in existence, potentially. And we'll get the flowers yes. and blood. A capitalist. <laughs> I couldn't resist. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's, that's what I think. Right. All right. That's, sounds fine. I, I feel just, like we're not getting anywhere here. I just, no, I, I mean, we've settled on a thing here. It <laughs> yeah. sounds good to me. The beauty of it is that you guys have solved like four things this episode. I mean, it's just that yeah. they're all, you're, you're getting to all the loose ends. It's like, it's like we described yes. at the beginning of the episode we're, we're where you're, you're doing all the side quests real quick before you go do the main plot. Which is fine, because there's things that need to happen for the main plot to happen anyway, so. So, we all have our stuff to do. Yep. Can we go do that? Hear me you out. Guys... We split the party. We all take a different task. I say we never speak to each other ever again. <laughs> Raya goes and keeps working on her fan art of cat maid Cather. Cather. Renai kills it's back. It's, it's is Question, guys. is the name of the drawing Cather? Catther made? No, just Catther. Like C A T H Y R, but there's like a split because it's a cat made Cather. Guys, it's simple word play. It's just Cather. Or cat made with a K. Cat made with a K. Best of both worlds. (laughs) Your mic decided to screw you. It's just cat made Cather. Oh. Let's so go. I actually like that better. The moon lily soaking in the blood of the uh, blue dragon. Soaking in the in blood, the blood of, dragons. of dragons. Right. And then after that, the only person that I know is doing something is Abinthe, who's researching Marcus Steele. I mean, yes. I will, I mean, I'll spend some time with Mary. We'll just kind of hang out. I'm going to teach her how to play chess. First level, of all. Level her up to Edward a seventh level. Tea. Tea. I want, <laughs> I want, can Edward join on the tea? 
Yeah, the, chess. the chess, I mean. Yeah, yeah sure. Absolutely. But I'll yeah, teach. I'll first teach you how to play chess. Answers. I'll also I'll also help improve some of to whatever degree I can. I don't. I mean, I don't know how successful. I will attempt to help her improve her stealth and tracking skills. But then also but, I will do just a little bit of fun training with her to help her sword play as well. Yeah, yeah. You get down on your knees and you just kind of like use your hands and let her kind of like punch at your hands and let her stab through your hands you can take it you can totally Um, take it absolutely see this is important right here this is how good adoptions happen here okay proud of the boys this is how we get our own private assassin from a trained child i mean that's what i I was just trying to encourage people to adopt kids because that's extremely important but where else are you going to get your private (laughs) army Edward is debuffing Cather while they fight. That's right. That's right. Exactly. Um, uh, Abanthi. Yes. You're doing some research on Marcus Steele. Yeah. I want to do... I, I would like to research Marcus Steele, and then I have a question regarding the mana pool that I'm wondering about. Okay, perfect. How do you research Marcus Steele? Well, first, I'm just going to legend lore... Uh, can I can I legend lore? Uh, I'm going to legend lore. Burnt red tiefling Marcus Steele aboard the Mist Runner. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can describe a person, place, or object with a, a, a something. So that's that's what I'm describing. I'm sorry. I just I have to take a moment to appreciate the cat made gather. Oof. I love no way, the fact that done. his nose is half of his face and he's got like the pouty lips. It's a vibe. I, I, I'm enjoying the style. <laughs> New character art. Switch it out. <laughs> yeah, put that as the icon for Catherine. Oh Catherine's my gosh, <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Um, go check it I out. This this is the reason to be in our Discord right absolutely. here. Absolutely. If you Somebody is absolutely you, making this their phone background. I should make it my phone background. <laughs> anyway, oh, that's the game. That's so funny. It's beautiful. I've looked at this for five hours now. Someone Cat. says, <laughs> You cast <laughs> Legend Lord on Marcus Steele. Yes. One of the things that you know is that Legend Lore and the Identify spell access an arcane pool of knowledge that's constantly being added mm-hmm. to. It's kind of like a, an arcane library almost. Yeah. Well, one of the things that you do know is possible is that this library can be tampered with. Yeah. It can be changed. You go through and Legend Lord Marcus steal, and it is completely blank. There's absolutely no information on this man to the point like there should be like a basic description, you know, like there should be like basic info about him, but everything has been wiped about this man. It's been wiped clean, government access, damn it. You do also know that it would take an extremely powerful mage to remove this type of information. Hmm, I mean, I know a few people who, they do good work, but this is good work. Looks like I'll have to write a new entry myself. 
guy Asmodeus wants. <laughs> um, do I know of any like extra planar docks that are frequented by like th- like this type of ship? Um, most of the time, it is in Sigil is where these guys oh, most of God. their docks. Not that place again. Maybe <sighs> they're over it. Maybe they've solved that whole debacle. But at the same time, they technically, like, they do a lot of trading with Gith as well. Um, so there's kind of, like, floating cities that they can kind of dock with as well. Um, and... Every once in a while, they will send ships through the floating planar portals that are in the astral plane to pawn off their stuff. And so really, technically, you there's the possibility that you could run into uh, an astral hunting ship anywhere. Yeah. And you could kind of, as long as you can get to the astral plane, eventually you'd find one. But if you're looking specifically for one, the best place to go to would probably be Seagull. So it says with plane shift, I am... I can specify a target destination in general terms, such as like the city of brass on the elemental plane of fire or the palace of dissipator on the second level in nine hells. Could, it, do, is it possible for me to name the mist runner in the ethereal plane or whatever, or the, the astral plane? And then um, plane shift to the boat, which is probably not a very good way to be like, hi, I'm here for one of your crew members. But as a, as a last case resort. Yeah, no. Here's what I would say. Most of the time, the places that it references and stuff like that, they're permanent locations. Yeah. Versus the Mistrunner, which is constantly moving. So I wouldn't say that it's not that it's impossible, but you would have to roll a pretty high arcana check to kind of make it. Otherwise, I'd say you kind of like, you know, it's like moving and you like teleport this way and then you miss it and you're just floating through the afterlife. Yeah. You know, that happens sometimes. Um... I just keep missing it every single time. So I'm just shooting past the boat. They're like, what is happening? Um, Okay, well, that's good. Uh, The only other thing that I have to do uh, is would I be able to use the mana pool to accelerate the rate of time and decrease how much time is needed for the clone spell to be fully active? Absolutely. Sick. Absolutely. Um, Go ahead. Make an arcana check for me. This is to kind of see where you're at with the buildup of the mana pool. Come on. Come on, dice rolls. You got this, Aaron. Don't which, blow which it. Which die should I use? Uh, uh, that's better. You should, the, use, the, you should use one of your new regal roller dice. Should I use the, <gasps> yeah, the one use that I have, I've only dice. used once in our limited edition Patreon content? Or yes. the one that I've been using? The one that you used once. Used once. One. Yeah, it's been has had less time to get corrupted by your rolls. That's <laughs> true. Here it is. It's hard to see on my on my camera. Ooh. Don't it's blue. blow this. Don't like pull the dragon blood that we're gonna soak. Hey, you like, got it. Pull Aaron. a DJ. I would like uh, to pull I a DJ. Aaron, specifically, what I would like you to do is I just want you to roll a D20, not actually an arcana check. That's uh, much sadder for me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should have rolled faster. <laughs> okay. 16. That's above average. <laughs> so, Aaron, you have the equivalent mana of an 8th level spell built up. Okay. All right. Okay. 
Well, clone uh, is an eighth level spell. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, knowing that, I would say, how long does it is it supposed to take? Well, it's an hour to cast, but it takes 120 days for it to grow to full size. So four months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say, I would say, we'll do it like a half-life type situation. Okay. So using your your first eight hours or your first eight, using an eighth level spell slot of the mana pool would cut the time in half and then cutting time in half again and again and again until eventually you ran out. So you'd have to build up your mana pool again to cut it down. In mm-hmm. half. But right now you could get it down to 60 days, so two months. And then if you built up the mana pool, you could cut it down again and be 30 days and then 15 days and then seven days and so on. Yeah, that sounds, it like sounds good to me. Situation. Um, I'll, I'll do that. I'll use my, my mana. I really need to upgrade this mana pool some more. Wish I I'll work on that for the rest of my 24 hours of just plugging away at the, uh, at the mana pool, trying to increase its, its just grinding rate. that mana. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you go about your research, you um, uh, expedite the process of your clone. Um, Cather and Edward, you guys continue to play with Mary, um, work on yes. building up the, uh, her knowledge of chess. She's actually, like, wicked smart. Oh, yeah. Um, so she Edward's picks afraid up to really play quickly. against yeah. her. Edward yeah. has just been coaching. He doesn't dare get behind <laughs> the other side of the board while yeah. Mary's playing. Uh, fair, fair enough. Um, I keep hearing a beep. I think my Discord. Me too. It's went Discord. <laughs> I kept thinking it was me. I'm, I was really annoyed. I was like, "Why is this doing this? This never does this." How can I turn off the beeps? Anyway, <laughs> okay. I'll figure that out later. Um, oh, oh perfect. Lydia's back. Lydia, Lydia. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> the, face wow. just, the face you just made of like pure pure fear. I don't know if that was it. It was just surprise. Over awesome. the next 24 hours, what would you like to do, Renaya? A party? Mm, 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 mm. Uh, I, don't ha- I don't purple. have anything. Nothing? Okay. You guys hang out for your 24 hours or so. The following day, you guys, yes, Abinthi. I'd like to fill for time, DM. Okay. Uh, once it approaches uh, deeper into the evening, um, since we said that it was relatively close, uh, <laughs> um, I will join Cather and Edward and Mary, mm-hmm. as most likely things are winding down. Okay. Um, and I, will, I will walk up uh, and I will say, um, so, how's the uh, training coming along? I hear a lot of Discord notifications. <laughs> Mary's shown great progress already, honestly. It's it's amazing. Cather uh, yeah. points to a little target, a makeshift target that he's made and hung up on the wall, and you see uh, several knives that are very close to, if not in the bullseye. Well done. Well done. It wasn't us. You know that. I, I will warn you. Mary, if you ever try to strike me down, know that you will fail and I will not hold back. But I appreciate the gumption. (laughs) I'll kill you someday. 
And I she does that to everybody. It's fine. I think Track. I think Track was the one that gave her that tendency. He would also yes. threaten people with death, but it was endearing. I heard Track was um, a bit of a storyteller. Oh yeah, he loved his stories. No, he, he was good at telling them, them too. No, he was just you the worst. You hated them. I loved his stories. I'm joking, Edward. You just don't have. Oh. It's a beautiful night out. Did he ever tell you the story of... Well, I, it doesn't really have a name, but um, it's a story of the drow. Wait, um, stop right there. If you have a story to tell, then we have to do this properly, right? We need a fire. We need drinks. We need everybody sitting around listening. This is no way to do it. I mean, sounds good to me. It's been a while right, since I've told you Let's get things story. set up. Drew, I mean, how did I do that again? Yes, Manson, Drew. No, no, no. <laughs> Cather, um, you have a fire pit, right? I mean, like, we do. It's in the courtyard. <laughs> oh shoot, we're here. We're at the, we're at the keep. Yep. Great. Uh, let's meet at the uh, fire pit. Um, Fantastic. Yeah, we, 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 you know, get it set up. I'd like to think, uh, Lydia's BRB, I'd like to think we are all sitting now sitting around a fire. We have drinks, maybe cider, right? Mm, some Cider's tea. a good choice. Yeah. Some, to catch some you hot up, Lydia, Um We have set up the campfire and we all have hot chocolate. We all have some cider. There's a fire going on. The stars are bright. Mary's sitting there probably stabbing a doll or something and we're all about to listen to a story it, it's apparent it's story time apparently it's story time <laughs> thumbs up abathy will take his uh his spot um across from the fire um and as he is going to narrate this story he is going to be casting control flames to uh make images appear in the fire that matches the words that he's saying can can edward adlib some music Absolutely. Go with the tone of the story. You absolutely can. Yes. Um, so I, I, I set up with my bard at my right hand. <laughs> um, and I say, all right, well, um, this is a story that's near and dear to my heart. Um, as I said, it doesn't have a name, but I like to refer to it as a tapestry of stars. Long, long ago, um, before the rules were put in place, before people knew how to die. There were tailors. Tailors have always been. Some say that they walked with, um, well, at the creation of everything. Some say that it was a tailor uh, who handed the god their right to the world. Probably just conjecture. This was long before the elves had split. Um, of course, they were of many different types still, but this is long before the wars between the drow and the moon elves. There came a time when um, a tailor was traveling their route um, from place to place, town to town. They stumbled across one of the cities deep underground, a city of drow. While they were in that city, that town, they fell in love. A terrible, dangerous thing to do. Um, one day, as a day always comes for tailors, it was time for them to leave. And the heart was broken, and they asked the drow to follow alongside. But um, they responded to the tailor, 
No, I cannot go above ground. The sun, the light, it burns me. It blinds me. It hurts me. Now, at this point in time, the sun was all there was. There was no night and day. There was simply light everywhere all the time. The sun did not rise. It did not fall. It was much too early for that. And the tailor, well, took it personally. Um, as I said, love is a dangerous thing. It makes people do questionable decisions. The tailor took it upon himself. He traveled up above and for day and night, he wove and spun and threaded a tapestry, dark velvet. Miles upon miles it stretched until one day it was large enough that it could cover the whole world. He himself, he threw it into the heavens and the world was plunged into endless night and darkness. He returned to his lover, the drow below the ground, and once again asked them, please, would you travel with me, travel this world? And the drow agreed. Now that the above was no longer bright, they were welcome to do as they wish. In their travels, though, the tailor was scorned, the drow worse so, for they had taken away the light, something that people loved, although the people below found it troublesome. The tailor didn't waver, for love is a terrible thing. But his drow felt pain for the people he saw, for the people who were hurt by their love. And so one night, as it always was at that point in time, he asked the tailor, he begged and he pleaded, please bring them back light. Perhaps it means that we can only be together half of the time, but half of the time is more than enough for me. Begrudgingly, the tailor agreed, and he brought out his shears, and he shone this great velvet tapestry around the world in half. In doing so, well, he was a bit of a clumsy tailor. He slipped, and he cut a massive hole in the sky itself. As he did, needles fell and dropped across the tapestry, sparking holes all throughout it. And so, the sky came to be as it is we see it now. The moon one large hole in the sky and pinpricks of stars to dot the rest. Wow. No one knows what became of them, but their love was written in the sky. That story was beautiful. It was, it was so much like the ones that track used to tell, too. I mean, he'd talk of tailors and things that don't quite make sense, but it all sounds quite nice. Mm. Ever heard the tale of um, the tailor and the needle of bone? I don't think so. Oh, it's a shame. It's my good one. One of these days, I'll have to bring it up. I used to tell it to Owen all the time. I mean, my friend. Like... All the time. Orvin. <laughs> what? I'm sorry, it's getting rather late. I really should um, get going to bed. 
It's been a long There's time. a lot of Orvins, though, you know? Yes. There is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys uh, make your way to bed, um, and we'll expedite this process a little bit. Um, the next day, you go about your business before eventually you get to the end of your 24 hours, um, and the flower has soaked through. And it's taking on a uh, kind of a almost like a neon blue glow to it with every once in a while a little spark. Uh, at this point, you now need to allow the leaves to dry out, or not the leaves, but the petals to dry out so you can use them to make tea. Um, if you have Edward a way of making that faster, you're welcome hmm. to do I mean, Edward would be a little bit against any magical means because it's an art, see? It's an art. I, look, I'll follow He knows how to Edward's do it, lead. right? You know, you lay them out the right way and what I, I don't know a lot about the tea making process but Edward would prefer to do it all the or, or the natural way the, the traditional yeah. way yeah 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 no GMOs. So I think, yeah I, I think uh, he'll put his heart and soul into this thing perfect uh we're just gonna expedite the process then uh, you guys wait however long it takes for those leaves to dry out for those petals to dry out um, I'll say it takes about another day or so um, doing it in in this format. Um, so Drew, mark off two more days on your list, and the end of the world happens. So we're now we're now up to I think we're up to six now. Six days. Yeah. Beautiful. It's been a week. Um, Edward. Oh, hello. You gather the petals. And you are able, you find that they're ready to be made into a tea if you'd like. The petals, they're ready. <laughs> he looks with a crazy look in his eye. Work your magic. I trust you. I need hot water. <laughs> um, I'm on it. <laughs> uh, Please. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> prepare me, a, prepare me a, what would it, they, would they have mugs? I don't think that's what they call them, right? A stein. A stein? Prepare me a stein. I mean, what is a stein? Prepare me a kettle. Excellent. That's better. Sure. Yeah. You guys brew the tea. And now... It's called steeping. <laughs> <laughs> um, ex excuse me. We steep the Excuse tea. me. Anyway... <laughs> you steep the tea before I'm assuming Abanthi you cast plane shift uh, yeah once the tea is done I will uh, I'll say alright now everyone gather round to the plains of Illumair and then I'll yeah be I'll bold you uh, cast plane shift that. arriving at the edge of the plains of Illumair and much as promised, you see in the distance. Uh, first of all, immediately you're hit with the howling winds and buffeted by little bits of sand and, and uh, gravel. It's not a fun time. It's pitch black out. Things are hard to see. You guys have been here before. It sucks just as much as the first time. But in the distance, you can see a, a shimmering silver mound of scales and flesh curled in on itself. Grandmother! 
you holler this into the wind, carrying it to her, and her massive uh, serpentine neck curls around before she notices you, and then you watch as she uh, transforms into her elderly self, and she slowly begins making her way over to we you guys. To go, we yeah, should we should probably. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I start, since I know that he's got the tea and I can run freely, I start slow-mo Baywatch running. <laughs> Meanwhile, Renaya and Catherine are like I'm running just, past just, him like, what is he doing? Renaya's just walking. <laughs> yeah, we're just walking normal. Eventually, you meet in the middle. Ah... Uh, I'm so happy to see you all again. And she pats, she goes through and slaps each of your guys' cheeks right. okay. once again. Oh, that's my, oh, that's bruised. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Did you bring me something? Yes. yes. It's time, Edward. We brought the tea, behold. Oh, and he brings out oh, just a so very... Wait, wait. Renaya oh. huddles with all of them. Uh-huh. All right, okay. I'm just going to say right now, if she turns mm. out to stab us in the back, I am going to be the first one to be stabbing her back. About it? I think that's I think, fair. Yeah, that's fair. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. okay. And I would, for me, it would be a privilege for her to stab me in the back. <laughs> <laughs> it's got everything it needs. We took very good care in preparing this. He's Savor an expert. It. Savor it. Taste it. It's about taste. You can smell too. Waft, perhaps, if you'd like. Before, yes, just also, like that. Also, I'll cast a barrier so that way the wind isn't hitting us all the time. The wind yes, just that's sprays hard. it immediately. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, right. so the tea is gone. It's, it's hard to get a whiff of the smell. No, it, she has it like pour this nauseous. way, so it, like shoots horizontally <laughs> into her mouth. <laughs> the, the smell did make me nauseous, but it's a part of the. It's part of what you got to do. You have There's to drink no way all around of it. it. I, it would be nice to... What if it does taste good, though? What if it's just a smell thing? We can make more. Well, that's what I hope. Really hope we're not unlocking the BBEG. <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you imagine Dude. if this... How genius would I be? How you my brain with right here. I am breaking one step my... Ahead the whole time. I am breaking one of my biggest rules when it comes to RPG, which is to never trust old people. Okay, but listen, it's grandma. I know. <laughs> I know better than exactly. anyone. Well, bottoms up. <laughs> oh, God. Like a Legend of Zelda noise. Savor it. Savor it. She just drinks the whole thing. She's down oh. there. Oh, two um, days of work. You guys watch as the glowing symbol on the side of her arm. Um, Flower gleaming glow. Let your power shine. Stop. Make the clock reverse. Bring back what once was mine. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. It glows beneath her robes before it slowly fades away. That's gross. No, that's disappointing. No, I don't it's honestly to be expected. I don't even it's like okay. tea, but I was hoping to How find the something texture? wonderful. I take, I take it, yeah. the cup from Gary. Okay, okay. Yeah. Good mouth How feel? is the texture, though? Good texture? <laughs> I can't. Is this cannibalism? No. It was a little... Vampirism. 
Under it was pretty watery. Oh. Yes, but how do you feel? Um something I happened. Feel about the same. Should we discuss it not it or work. we should maybe <laughs> leave pandemonium. pandemonium. Let's like not be here anymore. That's a good idea. That Sounds wonderful. Excellent idea. Alright. Take my hand once more. And take his hand. DJ did that. <laughs> <laughs> it's your little T Rex arms, you know. Oh, and I and I do need to. This is going to be really Power awkward, guys. Hold on, I need to roll a d twenty. Don't worry, guys. We're sick. Shine. I rolled the minimum number necessary for me to succeed on this. You guys uh, teleport out of the plane of pandemonium. I'm assuming back to Gambit's Keep? Yes, Gambit's Keep. Back to the Keep. Back uh, to Gambit's Keep. home base key. where she can kill us where we live. That's right. That's right. right. On that your home plane, you don't spawn back in again. Yeah. Well, well, it's it's actually it's so that we get the the dungeon benefits, you know? Mm, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, you guys teleport back to the uh, Keep. Look around for just a second, and you find that grandmother is with you. Oh, Congratulations, you're out of that terrible place. Welcome to the material oh. plane. Oh, yeah. All thanks oh, to my team. So loud. Oh, oh, yes. Sorry. Shield your eyes, grandmother. Ah, it's so bright. Ah. Yeah, it's going to be uncomfy, huh? <laughs> she proceeds to try sleeping on a slowly bed. adjust to the uh, lack of winds, the uh, bright lights. Um, uh, where, where am I? Um, the material is, plane! Yes, this is the material plane. too, Casa. Um, this is where we live. This is uh, Gambit's Keep, is what we call it. Um, on um, Nicomurus. On Ocleron of Nicomurus. Yes. On Ocleron of Talyra of Nicomurus. Of Talyra of Nicomurus. See, I knew that there was a step that I so was missing. <laughs> Ocleron on the continents of Talyra within the planets of Nicomiras, within the plane once, of the material. This was once Katin yes, exactly. as well. Floating as around in, as a celestial body within the astral sea. We are somewhere you don't know. Oh, we're near... Do -do -do. Oh, Holomosis. Yeah, Zion is right over there. He's not... She begins around. kind of shuffling her way. I. She turns to you, Edward. I, I was his replacement. I, I know he's not around. And she begins shuffling Four, back nine. over to oh, the cliffside to look out I, over I, the keep. We knew this. Yes, I don't, we knew That's this why we wanted to free her. This is why we got her in the first place. Remember, Rikorum, the current king of the dragons, banished her because she was his competition. Yes, this is why we were trying to get her out. So we, I'm so honored like, to meet you. Know. And Rikorum's son was Edward, the one that blew up Edward, the Edward, you've already met her. <laughs> was looking for, and oh was trying gosh, to get the list of major You guys don't playing. like Rikorum because his son's a, a, is, is a little bee. I gotta write this down. Edward, Edward. <laughs> guys, I can check off a thing off my list. Free to vote. Uh, please tell me, are, are you going to take over his old throne? The people have to know. <laughs> Rikorum is the king. Currently, uh, yes. 
much as I dislike that fact. But now that I have returned, I will speak with my kin. See if there are possibilities for removing him. Are you gonna like want some help with that? Or like, nah. Catherine, look at our list. I know, that's why why I'm asking. I don't, I don't, like if she doesn't need her. We could just knock it out real quick. Stay amongst dragons. Great, that's what I wanted to hear. Oh, perfect! Yes. Yay! It's Catholic, like fight club. Like okay, we gotta work on I'm your sorry. wording. Yeah, I know. Really I know. Like you were I, I, yes, to I, yes, I knew. I, I should have like, phrased that differently. I know we're good people, but my God, yeah. but we can't solve every problem. <laughs> yeah, that I'm. Yes, you're right. I'm so sorry. That was that was really poorly said. Yeah. She goes over and she smacks your face. Uh, yes. uh, uh, oh, good boy. Yeah, and she actually hands you a real piece of candy this time. What kind of candy? What? A, oh it's like it's it's like a it's a, a Werther's. Yeah, well, I was it's a Solar Taffy, but it's like oh. the bad ones, the ones that are like oh. wicked old, so they've gotten hard. Yeah, so, and yeah. it's sugar free too. Thank you. And it's sugar free exactly. <laughs> it's like a cough drop flavor. It's a it's a really bad version of cherry. Um. Are, are you willing to visit? I do have many things that I would love for you to teach me if you ever have the chance. Of course. Uh, also, would you mind contributing some mana to a certain mana pool? By any, I don't know if that's anything that you have the cap. Could you take a, even just take a look, maybe help me out a bit? Just before you go, if you're going. All right. We have guest rooms, if she you want. Make, well, I would imagine that my, my keep is probably occupied at this point. Dragons have a tendency to do that. Wait, is like Rikorum in in that keep? No. No, but I was gone. And so probably some young upstarts took my horde. Kids these days. Right. They're all just no respect for their elders. generation. Oh my god. Absolutely. So I uh, if you have space for me at the same time, we I have so both. much space for you. Excellent. You are maybe not here. in your dragon form. Yeah, but like preferably still in this Don't form. outside. That much space. If you want to stretch your wings. Mm. Yes. And mm. Terracalamosis Keep is just over there. He probably has dragon-sized spaces. Although there was there was other things on that island as well. Terracalamosis Keep is dangerous for all who come to it. Uh, I prefer to stay away. I think you like my mom. You guys can shoot the breeze. Oh, I bet Mary will love you. You like wine? Uh, I've never cared much for wine. Oh. Well, then never never mind. mind. You and Nifindil won't get along. You and Nifindil have nothing in common. Isn't Nifindil sober now? Well, she's, yeah, she's been off the wine. Yeah. Well, she just drinks grape juice. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. She likes, she likes, Hallmark movies, if you're into that. Oh, what grandma doesn't like Hallmark? What's a, what's a movie? What's Hallmark? Your mana pools. I would like to see them. Yes, by all means. Please, please do. Also, ignore the body I'm growing. Uh, <laughs> what I, is I will lead happening? Her down to the mana pool. Okay. Uh, she follows you down. Um, one thing you do notice as she follows you down. All of you kind of have begun to notice this over the course of just talking to her. She seems less... Crazy? Yeah. 
like she's absolutely un she's gaining her wits again yeah she's kind of like figuring things out she's she's making more sense about things she's less kind of like, like oh i'm just saying things because i didn't actually understand what you said but i want to respond to you type thing and it's more like no like i actually know things and i have yeah. information and i can go places and she has like her hearing that. aids in yeah exactly um and she's seeming not younger but less stiff um a little more a little more mobile a little healthier uh, not younger like just less old yeah she's you know. actually a a dragon with 15 levels in monk <laughs> exactly <laughs> just yoda energy yeah so these mana pools how long have you been working on them um couple months i would imagine you have a decent supply then I kind of used it all last night. Oh. So, you know how hard it is to come across valuable jewels, and I can't remember the name of the stuff that I need. What is it? The fancy thing that you mine? Audronite? Audronite, that's it. Oh. You know how hard it is to come across good Audronite? Uh, Audronite is a rare uh, mineral. Oh, uh, I, I can't... Uh, I can't give you mana. Uh, that's just really difficult. And yeah, honestly, I, I don't rates. want to go through the process. But and she pulls out that bag that she gave you guys candy out of. Yeah. Beforehand. Yes, uh, that's what I starts digging around in it and pulls out a couple of these massive, beautiful diamonds and two pieces of Audronite. What? Uh, of uh, like perfect. Triple refined Audronite. I am so uh, down to be the sugar baby of this group. <laughs> As baby, a, uh, thank you baby. for helping me. I would like you to take these. I believe they should work. Uh, they're, they're rather pure, and so they should allow for the, the storage. Oh, grandmother, I could never, I say, while I'm taking them. But thank I, you. I insist, I insist. Well, if you insist. How, uh... Is that you? Yes. Yes, it is. Perhaps one day it will be, although I pray that day never comes. Humans are so interesting. Yes, and we die so easily. You are rather squishy. Yes, but quickly now. I feel as though other people's impatience has run me over. <laughs> Some weird energy <laughs> between Grandma and Abanthi, okay? I Grandma and Abanthi have that relationship of, like, no weird, secrets. So, weird I will ask you guys as my players, is there anything else you'd like to do before we end the session? I'm good. Go to the Valley of Kings. No, Drew? Uh, win the game. <laughs> I'd like to win D&D. &D. Hey, I second that idea. notion. We have another 30 minutes, and... and tonight's true he doesn't have anything planned drew true i'm okay with this i'm very tired i'm okay so with this. as we go and we grab hands with cather to teleport to the valley of kings excellent all together uh, now that's good. that's good enough perfect uh yeah no that's great <laughs> you guys begin to uh get ready for your journey to the valley of kings uh to meet up with leshka and face whatever is going on out there is there anything that you need to do to prep for that just so canonically. Change my pants, shower. Somehow, you already did that. It's been like three days. Somehow Look. expedite the process of getting a sick new sword. 
Those little car senses go a long way. That's right. Street pockets well, on a walk. If there's okay, pocket, got a walk really it enjoys that with my pockets. Got a walk it with my pockets. Oh my goodness! I got a walk it, gonna walk it with my pocket. Pockets. I'm gonna walk it, gonna walk it with my pockets. Oh. Hanging out. Ooh, whoa. Hmm. We're gonna go ahead and end tonight's session. <laughs> <laughs> That was the funniest. That was the funniest, like, bookend of any episode, I think. Before before we go off the deep end and all go a little crazy, thank you guys so much for watching. We are so happy that we could play for you guys. Sorry if the energy was a little off tonight. I had a really good time. But uh, if let us know if you like this style or if you like the, the way more serious style. We're just kind of curious what you guys prefer. Um... Anchored says it was a good episode, so and hey, so does Hands. So I think it was a great episode. But, um, a but very we are so happy episode. that you guys were able to uh, hang out with us. Come back on Thursday to hang out with Aaron as we get to talk yes. about this episode. And I will uh, be there, although I haven't been the past two weeks. But this week, I, as far as I know, there is nothing that will go wrong that will cause me to not be there. It'll probably be at two thirty. Perfect. 2.30 Central Standard Time. Uh, definitely be there. Check it out. Also be on the lookout for our Patreon content if you are a patroneer. And if you're not a patroneer, go sign up. We got some Scare Bears content coming up. Uh, I'm not going to explain any of that. Just go check it out. Uh, and we should have some. We already have our stuff recorded for next month. So that's on the way. Um, I don't think we have anything else that we need to talk about, right? I think I'm clear. Excellent. Well, then... Uh, good luck and Godspeed, Dungeoneers. We love you guys. Thank you so much for watching. Have Hi, everybody. So long. Thank you for watching the Paper Dungeon Podcast. For more content, check out our YouTube, Twitch, and TikTok at The Paper Dungeon, or check out our socials on Instagram and Twitter. For fun D&D talk and updates on the show, check out our Discord. With all that said, good luck and Godspeed. We'll see you next time, Dungeoneers.